Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Welcome to the Nimick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne's bringing it to you. Yo. And uh, I am not supposed to be here, but I am here. Where, where were you supposed where to be? Where are you supposed to be? I was supposed to be in Webster, Indiana this oh, week. That's oh, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. You were yeah. going to do the golf thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You were going to fly. Dude, 7658 there today. For the temperatures? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I know. And you're going to fly, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, it's probably probably a good call. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's uh, it's just not... I mean, you look at all the reports and stuff, I'm like, you know what? It's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. And, and when you don't even know if you can get there or get back... Yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, during hunting season, you know, it's it's a seven or day tr- seven or ten day trip. This so is just it's, for a weekend. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, so you can drive. I mean, it's 17 hours one way. Um, you know, but you're not going to go up there for a golf outing. Boy, did I get some phone calls yesterday from the boys. <laughs> what do you well, mean? From all the guys that are playing oh, golf. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were, they were in the bar. Oh, you know? oh, oh yeah. Well, you know why? Because mm-hmm. they're all handicaps, and you're not. Well, you're a scratch golfer. No, that's I'm not why. scratch. I, that, 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 that's an old I, – I did I did go hit some balls this week, though, still for the first time ever. Um, but uh, – no, it was it was it, it's a fun outing and the, it is the third anniversary of the greatest story ever told on the outdoor show. <laughs> yeah, that's still <laughs> nobody will ever beat that story. No, they won't. They will never beat that I story. I mean, no, not on this show. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that girl is still absolutely. She yeah, still she still for works Jimmy. there. Yeah, absolutely. You know the thing is so funny. You could tell that story once a year, and for people that have. Listen to the show. Now, oh my gosh! I, and it, they would just go. You, know, you got to be kidding! I have I have told that story on my boat so many times, and and people who get back on my boat, they're like, "You have to tell the guys so and so story. Yeah, yeah. Tell us the yeah. story." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it just for for those that may not know, the greatest story ever told involves your your grandfather, right? I mean, excuse me, father-in-law. Yeah, father-in-law. Grandpa Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, brother-in-law. Uh-huh. And, and Grandpa Jimmy, which is Carrie's dad. Yep. Okay, Carrie has a brother, correct? Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy. Yep. Okay, so you got Grandpa Jimmy, and then you got Jimmy Jr. Yeah, Jimmy Jr. Yeah. So to make a short story, mm-hmm. or make a long story very, 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 very short, Grandpa Jimmy and Jr. Coming are, back from Canada. Are rolling back from, a, what, a hunt trip? No, fishing trip. Fishing trip. Fishing trip. Yep. And uh, they stop on the side of the road to relieve themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, Grandpa Jimmy gets back in the driver's seat and takes off. Well, one one a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I mean they're tired and he's and, standing there in flip flops and shorts yeah, and a t-shirt. Shorts, a t-shirt. Well, and Grandpa Jimmy le- leaning on the tailgate. You know, well Jimmy, a junior is. Yeah, junior is leaning on the tailgate taking a leak. Yeah. Next thing you know, Grandpa Jimmy pulls off. Grandpa Jimmy thinks that Junior's in the back seat again, <laughs> sleeping or something. Well, he wasn't. 
How many hours went by? Three hours. Three, three hours three go by before hours. he realizes that his son is not in the truck. Yeah. And the son is on the side of the road going, uh. <laughs> what? Dad, Dad. He's in Wisconsin. Dad's Dad. back in It's not funny street. anymore. Yeah. See those taillights going away and go, okay, Dad. So yeah. Junior goes to a go convenience go. store and it's freezing right. cold. Uh, it's freezing cold. And he's cold. in shorts and flip-flops where this young lady mm-hmm. thinks he's very attractive. Very attractive. Very attractive. Starts so, feeding him hot dogs. Oh, she, she's she's taking good coffee care and hot dogs. Coffee and hot dogs. Two o'clock in the morning. Pumping them up, getting them ready. <laughs> she is she is like Shazam. The good Lord has dropped this man in my lap. It's, he, he is he is he is mine. Uh, and then Grandpa Jimmy figures it out and comes back and he's two exits away and the deer jumps out in front of me and totals Total Jimmy car. Junior's truck. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the best part. You know, and that's what's so crazy. And then yeah. the cops pull up. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like, and Grandpa Jimmy, they, I guess they, they brought the tow truck and he had a crowbar. And so they took the crowbar and got the fender and everything off of the, the left front tire. So at least he could drive the truck to the exit to get his son out of the arms of the beautiful lady. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, your dad pulls up in your brand new truck, oh, yeah. and you're going, what the? I've been here all night long. Dude, you, you left took me off. I've been talking to this weird woman eating hot dogs and coffee <laughs> in the wrong clothes in the middle of nowhere, and you just wrecked my truck? What happened, Dad? Uh, you, 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 Grandpa Jimmy, in his life, he's 76, 77, and he's like, I have never called 911. And he said, I had to call 911 twice in the same day. <laughs> the cops were like, well, where'd you leave him? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere on the side of the road. And- he said, in Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, what the what? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's, cr- that is- that's classic. Did yes. he remember kind of ballpark where it was at? No, it was 1 a.m. He had no idea. Oh, my God. He had no idea. And then this whole thing. Then remember, Jimmy Jr. didn't know anybody's phone number. No one's right. Except I'm the same way. I know a handful. Except his own. That's the only phone number that he knew. See, that's bad. Yeah. And and so he 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 had to call. Once he got to you know Sweetheart's grocery store, then he. Used a phone there and I like that. That's yeah. good. That's funny. Oh, uh, then he used her phone to call his phone. Can you imagine what she's thinking? Um, oh. my dad. I was going to the bathroom and my dad <laughs> drove just off. drove off. And we were in Canada fishing, and I live in Indiana. And, and this is Wisconsin. I don't have a phone. Did he have a wallet? He no, we had not, nothing. 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 Um, I am who I am, but yeah. I can't prove it. Yeah, exactly. Oh and man, uh, do you, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> can you imagine? No. Trying to convince somebody at, at, at 2.30 in the morning that you just walked in with shorts and flip-flops. Yeehaw. And, you know? You look weird, man. You look weird. Yeah. I mean, if you've been yeah, sleeping in the backseat of your- uh, He looked your great, truck, sir. You got to have a little bit of something going on there and, great, you know, great stuff. bed hair or whatever. Oh. I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's so funny because I was thinking about that yesterday, and I, and I just had to laugh. And I mean, you just have to laugh. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> to hear Jimmy Jr.'s side of the story is absolutely priceless. Is he a good storyteller? No. 
No. No. No. It, but but the anger and his voice. Was he angry? Oh uh, yes, he was angry. I, I mean, I would have yeah, been. Yes, like, yes, he was. He dude, was. Well, you know, you're thinking at first, like I said, the first couple seconds as you're driving off. Okay, Dad. Yeah. That's funny, but now it's over. Wait, we've all done Come that. On. To yeah, our we've friends. all done. Yeah, yeah. Every one of us yeah. has done that to our friends. Oh, especially you do, always do it to your kid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you just like let's you, go, yeah. and then you drive pull forward a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. you lock the door, you and then you go lock it, and then you pull forward a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, but that moment where he first thinks he ain't coming back. Yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> he's he's slinging, oh my gosh, he's he ain't slinging coming rocks. Back. You know, yeah, and he's standing there, and, kind of cold. And, 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 it was like in the fifties, right? Yeah, it was so in the fifties. Yeah, freaking getting cold, man. Your flip flops are not keeping and, and, your feet and, and, warm. And Grandpa Jimmy didn't have his hearing aid, and he can't hear a lick without his hearing aid, and so he had no idea. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's that's, that's priceless. And, and then again, if you can hear him tell a story about when he's sitting there getting gas, he's like, "Damn it, Jimmy." Get up, you know, because go to the bathroom, whatever you need to do. And he says he opens the door and there's nobody there. And he's like, oh, my God, I've left my kid, I left my kid in the somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin. And he's like, what do you do? You know? Wow. <laughs> that That is unbelievable. So how did he eventually get back to the area where he found him? Remember, because because Jimmy, well, uh, Jim- Jimmy stayed for an hour and a half okay. on the road because he he felt he's like gonna realize he's got, yeah, he's going to realize I'm not here. So eventually he was like, you know, at 2, 2.30, he goes, well, I need to walk to the next exit, which and was. How long was that walk, did he like say? Like three or four miles. Wow. Yeah. In flip-flops. In and flip-flop, people are passing on a, him on going, the highway. what's yeah. with this guy? Yeah, yeah, look at this guy. Look yeah. at this guy. Who, <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's homeless and got mental illness. Yeah, I'm yeah. not stopping. He's, he's so, walking yeah. around in Wisconsin in flip-flops and shorts. Something wrong with him. So he had already turned around to go back by the time he got the phone call, mm-hmm. you know. From Jimmy Jr. on Sweetheart's phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whoo, buddy. (laughs) What a great story. That's (laughs) Can you imagine? No. You could do a movie about that. You can absolutely do a movie about that. No, seriously. You comedy? Huh? You do like a comedy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, uh, what what was that movie? Dumb and Dumber. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Dumb and Dumber. Got that right. Yeah. What was that movie where they go to Vegas? Hungover? Yeah, yeah, a hangover. hangover. Yeah, hangover. Yeah, yeah. you do like a kind of like a hangover movie. Yeah, because you get started out with them fishing, you know. Oh yeah, having a great time in Canada, you know, <laughs> packing their camp and equipment. A woman in the store, yeah. though, you remember man, that part in uh, what was it, Lethal Weapon, when Danny Glover was being kind of stalked by that woman that was the police officer, the big busty yeah. woman, <laughs> and she's going, "Honey, I'm gonna ring your chimes." I can imagine that girl in that community store going. Doggy, look at this. This is a man, yeah. You could, Jeff. You could be a man. It'd be a good one, too. It it would be a good one. Yeah. Does he stay in touch with her at all? (laughs) Yeah, does he ever get her number? I I don't don't know. If if he did, he wouldn't admit it. (laughs) I would have sent her some flowers or something. Is Junior married? Junior's not married. Oh! Junior's not married. No. No. She might have been calling him. He's not married. He needs to go back and find her. That was meant to be. <laughs> that might be a, you know, do you think, do you think maybe he might not have told the entire story? It could be. I mean, there's, 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 he was in that convenience store a For long a time. a long sweetie. time, yeah. and it's not like that's a hot bed of activity. Of I mean, he, he said, you know, coffee and hot dogs. There could have been a beer thrown around in there somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. so, right, uh, let, let's go ahead and do a, a weather and a Good tides. Gosh. 
Weather brought to you by the best barbecue in it's a Jacksonville. Chuckler. It's a chuckler. It's a chuckler. Man. Did you guys happen to see we got we got a message on Facebook? I don't know. From uh, one of our listeners that finally decided to go to the Bearded Pig. Did you guys see that? Uh, you know what? I, I was looking at the messages this morning when I got he, there. And, and he, and he got the beef rib, and I'm trying to remember who exactly it was, but uh, uh, he, he got a beef, and I'm going to see if I can find it, but he got a beef rib and greens, and uh, he said it was amazing. He said Michael was, Debsky sent me a text and said that he had been to <clears throat> the Bearded Pig. Did he go? He said it was unreal. Really? Yeah. Mm. Had the big rib. All right. So did he, like, was he amazed? I think he was very impressed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, two great locations. One of them's brand new, the one on in uh, San Marco on Kings Avenue. And also you have the Bearded Pig at the beach on A1A, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period, bar none. And trust me, if you have not had – the beef rib. Do yourself a favor and try it sometime. Outstanding. And the greens are really good. Oh, the greens, the greens are really good. good. Yeah. All right, so we have a tropical cyclone yeah. affecting our weather. Well, now, it's, what is it? Depression now. I mean, as, as the last update, because I looked at it this morning, the last update that I saw was like 11 p.m. There's no, there hasn't even been a, an update this morning, and I'm with you, Kirk. They were talking about that there weren't even any um, – uh, thunderstorms around the center of the uh, of the storm. It didn't even look like there was any center rotation when right. I looked at it on radar this morning. All right, well, okay. I'm, I'm going to okay. read you the updated uh, marine weather forecast for Jacksonville, and I'm going to read you the synopsis because what it says is the local waters will be sandwiched between low pressure associated with tropical cyclone Fred in the Gulf of Mexico and the Bermuda High through early next week. Fred is expected to be the southwest uh, to the southwest today into Sunday and then to the west Monday and then to the northwest on Tuesday. Daily chances for showers and thunderstorms will continue over the next several days, producing locally higher winds and seas. Interest should continue to monitor the National Hurricane Center forecast on Fred, which we will pull up here in just a mm -hmm. second, but for our local waters, Today, east winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4 feet, 8 seconds on the interval. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, uh, likely, though, in the afternoon. Tomorrow, southeast winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4 feet with a period of 8 seconds. Again, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Monday, north, uh, excuse me, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Slight chance of thunderstorms in the morning, a chance of showers, chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tuesday, southeast winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Wednesday, southeast winds 5 to 10, seas 3 to 4. Now, this morning, you know the old saying, mm -hmm. pink sky at night, sailors delight, mm -hmm. pink sky in the morn, sailors be warned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was pink this morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's weather coming. I mean, I got up early and walked outside with the dog and walked her and there were breaking clouds you know those big right. puffy ones not moving fast but moving yep. and then once the sun started to crack up all you see is a, a you know cover of clouds hey did, I, I know you're as much of a junkie as i am on weather right mm -hmm. so when you were looking at your radar this week did you notice anything different for northeast florida no Okay, this is the craziest thing. I wasn't really paying much right. attention. So, though. so the 
storms would develop like they always do. Mm-hmm. You know, 95, Palatka, Hastings, and they went west. They moved to the west. They moved to the west, mm. which I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I, 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 instead I, of coming from the west, which is typically what happens. Yeah, yeah. so they were developing here and going towards Steenhatchee, mm-hmm. which was really strange. I mean, I woke up on Wednesday morning, and there was, it was because because I didn't fish, and and Carrie and I were sitting there having a cup of coffee, like seven thirty, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, it starts pouring, <laughs> and I mean, like like pouring, and I, so I brought the radar. There is one cloud in the state of Florida, <laughs> and it was there right with you. over my house. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. And like it, you need any and, more rain? Yeah, like exactly. I had just got my ditches and everything dried up, and it poured for thirty minutes, and the storm. Well, there was no wind this week, so yeah. it just sat there. But when it moved, it moved to the west. And then I started looking at the radar the rest of the week, and all the storms moved from east to west, which was really strange. Different. Yeah. All right, so I have pulled up the 5 o'clock update from the National Hurricane Center. Yeah, 5 okay. o'clock. Yeah, or 0500. Would that okay. be correct on military That's time? correct. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it says... Uh, At 5 a.m., the center of Tropical Depression Fred was located near latitude 23.3 north, longitude 81.7 west. The depression is moving towards the west-northwest near 13 miles per hour, and this motion is expected to continue today. A turn to the northwest is expected by tonight, followed by a northward motion by Sunday night. On the forecast track, Fred is expected to pass, pass west of the lower Florida Keys this afternoon move across the eastern Gulf of Mexico tonight through Monday, and then move inland over the northern Gulf Coast Monday night. Maximum sustained winds near 35 miles per hour with higher gusts. Slow strengthening is forecast, and Fred could become a tropical storm again tonight or on Sunday. So it's diminished. It may or may not do anything. Right. Looks like it's going to veer west, though, according to the Spaghetti Well, models. you got another one right yeah. behind it. you got Grace coming next week. So what they say, forecast for rainfall through Monday, three to five inches of rain with local amounts of eight inches is anticipated across the Keys and southern Florida. Across the Florida Big Bend and Panhandle, three to seven inches. Heavy rainfall could lead to, obviously, a real urban and small stream flooding impacts and cause minor uh, flooding across the western Florida Peninsula, which already has flooding as it is. Yes, it does. If you have been to our Facebook page, Steen Hatchie, poor them. Man. This, I mean, this week they were literally underwater. Yeah, absolutely they were. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the pictures that, that, that they were sending to me, I was like, wow. Yeah, I got a friend of mine, you know, our friend, uh, FWC Lieutenant, Corey Bridwell, he just left Marathon at 3 o'clock this morning. He said, it's, it's na- you know, yeah, it's, it's nasty. It's Weather nasty. and lots of rain. Yep. So it's definitely moving up. We need uh, more rain around here like we need a hole in the head. Yeah, though. yeah. Good we, gosh. We, we can take a break. We're like, George, the same way. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Saturated. It's totally saturated. I mean, saturated. I mean, it literally, you, you, you can have a day without rain. Two days without rain. And then if you get like a quarter inch, yeah. they're standing water and roads. Yeah, exactly. Because the ground is so, so wet. wet. So wet. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, geez, can we get a little break? 
I know. Yeah. Oh, and we're we like need, we need way late on a break. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the anti-sub <laughs> well, tides report when we come back, right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Great song. You ain't kidding. You know, there's a lot of been a lot of one-hit wonders, but and I guess Chris Isaac is a one-hit wonder. I mean, he had some other good stuff, but I mean, nothing like this song. No, I mean, that this song was, was awesome. This was kind of transcendent. Yeah, yeah, really good. All right, hey, uh, guy at consignment boat sales, he just sold a 2018 Sportsman 227 Masters with the Yamaha 200 for 57k. But coming soon at consignment boat sales, you better contact guy if you've got an interest in it. A 2015 Sportsman 247 Masters Bay. Powered by a Yamaha 250 with only 110 hours. Nice boat. Consignment boat it, sales. No. Call Guy at 904-249-6225 or go to jacksboating.com. That's J-A-X boating.com if you've got an interest in that 2015 Sportsman's 247 Masters Bay. 2015 and there's only 100 hours on it. My 110. Gosh. I mean. So- Asking 67? That's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good like price. You, yeah, like I used it for a week. <laughs> you and I, that would be like yeah, a, week. It's a week. Yeah, that'd yeah, be a week, week for you guys. Yeah. But a week for yeah. me, that'd be like five years. Oh my gosh, man! That's, that's <laughs> ain't that the truth though? I guess it is the truth. No, yeah. it would be. Yeah, it would be five years. Yeah, five really? Years. You only put twenty hours a year? Like when I'm fishing the river, yeah, twenty hours. You know, because I mean, I don't, I don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. I mean, literally, I, it. Yeah. You know, when I was living it's, on the river, it's kind of like Carrie's Jeep. I'd launch the boat. <laughs> you know, it goes to it goes to Publix. <laughs> it, I would go. I go ten fifteen minutes to get bait. Uh-huh. Ten fifteen minutes to come back and fish and fish docks, and then I would be on yeah. a trolling motor the whole time. Yeah. So I mean, you figure every trip you're going, maybe forty five minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's not much. No. Nope. You know so. And then the trolling motor, though, I mean, that thing got worked. Oh, yeah. All right, I got to do a tide report brought to you by Angie Subs because uh, I did not do it before. No, you didn't. And our tide's always brought to you by the best sub shop in Jacksonville, period. Angie Subs and the, and the tides for today at the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock. The next tide, which just happened, was a low tide, and that was at – 714. And then the high tide, where's my chart? Wait a minute here. 159 is your high tide. That's a 4.9. And then at 8.02 p.m., you got another low tide, and that's a 0.5. Hey, what is what is all that stuff that is on the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock? Uh, it's basically a, a weather station. They got all kind of stuff there. I mean, you're talking, it checks uh, barometric pressure, wind direction. Um, probably tides. Um, they have to know what the salinity content of the St. John's River is because salinity uh, relates to buoyancy in big ships. Mm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I knew that salt yeah, water, you're more buoyant, but I didn't think about that relating to ships. You mean either. Yeah, I, I forgot what they ask them. I hear it all the time. They'll do, they, go, do they have, just out of curiosity, yeah. Is that information available to the public? the The salinity. I don't know. I don't. Is know. there I a know certain can... level of salinity that's too low or too high? The that brainiac they... in this would be Captain Dave. 
because he he did that. But I do know the well, question I, is 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 posed to them: What is your freshwater? Um, what do they call it? Freshwater. Uh, I've got a brain fart here. Sorry, so is there a level where they say you can't come in because yeah, it's too know. fresh? I don't know. No, but he needs to know that so that he can figure out what depth they're coming into and where he needs to be. Now we've had a lot of dredging in the river, but it's all relative to depth. Right. You know, so if you got a Panamac or a post Panamac right. ship coming in, one of the big ones, they need to now, know what your your uh real quick. Your draft is. I hear that term often, Dave Freshwater draft. Use, so they ask what, what your freshwater draft is. Okay. Dave uses that term. What what did you say? Panamac? Panamac, post Panamac. What what does that mean? I mean there's a lot of people out there going, What the hell's that? Me. Yeah, <laughs> that relates to the size of the ships post to the Panama Canal being widened. Okay, okay. so they d- determine, and I, I don't know all the details, but they determined at one point that they needed the Panama Canal to be widened and deepened. So they did that, and they built ships for that, and then they built ships that were bigger that they needed to do some more work on. So <laughs> you've got. Basically, a all right. So I got, I got, I pulled it up. A freighter okay. and a super freighter. When you when you're in doubt, GTS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google that stuff. Okay, Panamax and New Panamax or Neo Panamax are terms for the size limits for ships traveling through the Panama Canal. There you go. The limits and requirements are published by the Panama Canal Authority in a publication titled Vessel Requirements. The allowable size is limited by the width and length of the available lock chambers, by the depth of the water in the canal, and by the height of the Bridge of the Americas since the bridge's construction. These dimensions give clear parameters for ships destined to traverse the Panama Canal and have influenced the design of cargo ships, naval vessels, and passenger ships. Panamax specifications have been in effect since the opening of the canal in 1914. In 2009, the ACP published the new Panamax specification, which came into effect when the canal's third set of locks, larger than the original two, opened on June 26 of 2016. Ships that do not fall within the Panamax sizes are called post-Panamax or super-Panamax. Interesting. Yep. Okay. And you're you're talking about a container ship uh, that's basically... um, Okay, so here it is. Okay. 19,000 uh, TEUs, which is uh, the world's biggest container ship, the MSC Oscar container ship. Okay, so the Panamax, okay, a Panamax ship. Can go through the Panama Canal. Which is, right? yeah, with the old Panamax, yeah. or what was for years. Okay, that's uh, the length, 950 feet. Mm-hmm. The beam, 106 feet. Height can be 190 feet in the draft, 39 and a half feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, a new Panamax. That's a monster. Can and, and then by the way, the Panamax was 52, 5,000 DWT. Which what's what's DWT? Um, tonnage like draft, or something like draft. I, so uh, anyway, something anyway, to do with tonnage. The new Panamax can be 1,201 feet. Tonnage. Deep water tonnage. Deep water tonnage. Okay, so the new Panamax can be twelve hundred feet, twelve hundred one actually. That's huge. The yeah. uh, the twelve hundred foot. Yeah. The old Panamax were nine fifty. Yeah. So now you you got to increase in that. 
the beam on the Panamax was used to be 106 on the new Panamax. It can be 168. The height is the same, 190 feet. Can't be over 190 feet. Doesn't matter. Panamax, new Panamax. Okay? And the draft, a little bit different. The old, or the Panamax, was 39 and a half. The new Panamax can be 50 feet. Oh, 50 feet, Can you imagine? That's... That's that's crazy. Drawing fifty feet. Yeah, I know. That's why they that's why they dredge the St. Johns River. Yeah, they're still dredging. Two years. Yeah, trying to get the average depth of fifty two feet. So still fifty two feet, man. You only got two feet to work with. Yeah, no, yeah, crazy, right? But th- some people have asked the question too: Can an aircraft carrier go through the Panama Canal? Yes, they can all fit through the new locks. So that apparently they've they've got it all figured out now. Interesting. All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Before you ask, yes, it's Steely Dan. Finally! (laughs) Finally, we get some quality music on this show. So uh, I got a call from uh, Tommy Mitchell the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The famous. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right? And uh, he's on a uh, like six-week vacation traveling the world, you mm-hmm. know? He should. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, he should. He worked his butt off all his and life. He, and he called me because he's catching walleye. Standing on the bank somewhere up north catching walleye. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Like, that is awesome. I said, did you, did you keep it? Nah, we threw it back. I said, like, what are you doing, man? Man, walleye's really good. I, walleye is good to eat. Awesome. It, 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 I've only eaten it once, and it was fantastic. It is, it is awesome. Yep. I remember as a kid, me and my yep. grandfather used to be a big walleye fisherman, and so we, when we went up to North Dakota, we would eat walleye. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. tremendous. It was one of the uh, successful trips that Grandpa Jimmy did and made it back. <laughs> All in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, they're, and, and, you know, they have to smuggle them through, through the border. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to bring fish back from Canada to what? the United States. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? So, anyway. But I, get, what, I had what kind some, of rule is that? Smuggled walleye. <laughs> I can understand why. They, yeah. But if, so, anyway, he called me up. And That's he says, cool. he goes, he wanted to tell me about the fish. And he goes, hey, and also, he goes, uh, while I got you on, he said, uh, can you call, give me the, the contact? For shark coatings, that garage floor thing, you know, you were shark something, you know. He goes, uh, man, we're thinking about doing it at the house. And he goes, and I got a friend of mine. He goes, he, he's definitely wanting to do it. And I was like, yeah, man. So I gave him the cat's number. Mm-hmm. Good. So, yeah. So it was cool. That's nice. Tommy's but it was good to hear from spending him. Spending money. <laughs> I just, good for him, <laughs> yeah. man. Can't Absolutely. take it with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's Worked good all stuff. Year and getting that retirement pay. Good what stuff. the heck? Yeah. Spend so, it. Kirk, looking at that that forecast, um, ten to fifteen, three to four on Monday and Tuesday. I don't like that at all. I'm staying home. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna stay home too. I- I'm definitely staying home on Monday. You know, and, I, and, I canceled tomorrow. I had Don Minyard and his son. Yep. Tomorrow in uh, Austin, and I, I talked to Don last night. And I said, "Look, man, it doesn't look good." Yeah, I knew Austin wants to go out and catch a big king, and I said, "Just you know, three to fours. Yeah, I know. I've had my butt beat so many times this summer. Yeah, it's, it's the truth. I mean, that yesterday is- you noticed 
Yeah, I, oh yeah. There was a little bit of a groundswell yep. that just kind of popped up. Yep. About ten o'clock in the morning, I'm yep. like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it's had any wind on it, it wouldn't be a whole lot of fun, you no. know. No, that's mm-hmm. why I was asking because it's uh, you know, they 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 they've changed it a couple times. It was twenty to twenty five mm-hmm. out of the yeah. southeast, and yeah. and I think that they've finally settled in on ten to fifteen. But the problem is, is that it's going to be ten to fifteen all night and all day. Yeah. You know? So you put fifteen miles an hour of southeast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's and, and and the inlets are no fun right now because you've got that early morning outgoing tide. Yeah. Right. You know, thank goodness for the north cut for us. You know, but that that inlet's really ugly. So I, I'm with you. I, I did. I, I canceled. I canceled Monday, and I'm going to have to look at Tuesday and just just kind of because I got a tarpon trip. You know, and I don't know if this tarpon little bit man of, have been tough, man. It's been. I haven't caught one. I haven't caught a tarpon. I caught that one, and that was it. You, you haven't know? caught one? I have not caught one. So I'm beating How many you caught? I caught one. I had, I've caught one tarpon. So I'm beating one, you guys this yeah. year. And what? I caught one sailfish this year. Yeah. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Um, I put one in the air this week um, and, uh, and, had one, and had one other bite and missed, missed, both, missed both fish. And, and let me tell you, it was if you really, really, really didn't know what you were looking at, mm-hmm. you would have never have fished these bait pods. I mean, it. It's not, there's no activity. There's no activity. There's there's no explosions. There and 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 the bait staying like six feet under the surface. Yeah, it's not coming up. You know, much. I mean, it's huh. it's it's really hard to fish them. What kind of depth of the bait? It's, it's fifteen feet. Okay, pretty tight. Yeah, bait's been tough this summer. Bait's been terrible this summer. Um, I I I did not fish on Wednesday, but my neighbor Johnny Roach did, and. He said from from the lighthouse he went down to fish Matanzas just fun fishing. This this was when Wednesday. Okay, and he said there was looking there, for bait. Yeah, he said it was solid bait everywhere. Solid, and then on th- Thursday and Friday, gone, gone, gone. Yeah, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I fished with the smallest pogies you could imagine slow trolling with yesterday, and 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 had an unbelievable day. Oh, um, kingfish on the beach. No, 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 no. Yesterday, I, I, I had five kings in the sail, you know. And yeah, uh, I want to hear the sail yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to hear this. It, it's, it's because it's a, it's a segment story. Seriously, okay. I mean, this is. Uh, well, let's let's yeah. uh, let's talk to Omar. Let's do. And uh, and then the next segment, I want to hear the, yes. the sail story. Yep. Good morning, Omar. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, I, I, I want to start fishing for flounder again. It's been so long. And I'm out there at Mayport Docks, and I was wondering what's the best tide to fish for flounder there. And I got one more question for Jeff. This is, like, off topic, but we're going to a 3-4 defense this year, and I haven't heard anything about our linebackers. And I know how vital it is to have a good linebacking core for the 3-4. I was hoping Jeff could just touch on our linebacking core for a second, if you guys don't mind. I, I, have a good day. He can't, thanks, he can't talk about linebackers. Thanks. He's a defensive end. Thanks, Omar. Kirk, uh, best tide out of, out of Mayport to, to... – Yeah, I'm out there at Mayport. I was wondering what's the best tide. Oh, you still got a turn. Yeah, so, so basically what you want to do is fish the, the bottom of the outgoing tide. That's what all the guys are doing. I, I fished inshore a couple times in the last week or two. For flounder For specifically? Flounder. Okay. Steve Mullen. See, that's the opposite in St. Augustine. Steve Mullen. Really? Yeah, we're fishing docks and stuff, and high water, high clean water is what we're. Okay. What we're we ain't got yeah. no clean water where we're at. No, I, know. I mean yeah. with all the dredging going on, yeah. holy. So in St. Augustine, you want a what? High incoming, high incoming, high outgoing around the docks. Yep. Okay, and, and what these guys are doing, they're dragging. I know Steve Mullen went out with his mom yesterday and had, I don't know, three or four or five nice, nice flatties, and they've been around. I mean, there's been plenty of them. I know uh, 
Buzz fishes a, a lot around Mayport and the docks and all. I've seen some of his pictures, and they're catching some fish. Yeah, they they're catching the crap out yeah, of. I, I mean, they're Augustine. catching them. and the intercoastal um, stuff. I mean, it's low outgoing. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, and and you find all these little dinky little old feeder creeks mm-hmm. dumping out into a bigger creek, right? And that's where those jokers are going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fished an inshore trip a week or so ago and had three or four nice yeah. ones just throwing jigs and shrimp. Yeah, how about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, all of ours, man. Those 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 little finger mullet, dinky dinky mullet. Yeah, yeah those have, are perfect. Have, have, oh, they've showed up. Yeah, Flou- and, flounder candy, the flounder candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the uh, mangrove snapper, love them. Yeah, and we've got some nice mangroves. mangoes. Have been good yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some pretty fish. Yeah, I've even caught some good ones. I caught a pogey yesterday too. By the way, it was like I took a picture of it. It's got to be like 12, 13 inches, oh fourteen my gosh. inches in the ocean. Yeah. What do you mean you caught? I threw a cast net and caught. I saw okay. these baits. Uh, for a minute yeah. there, I'm like, I, thought, I thought he'd been like on a shrimp. Yeah, me too. Anyway, before you start that story, uh, real quick for Omar. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Linebackers. Linebackers. Okay. Okay. Well, linebackers are everything. We just got rid of our linebacker. Oh, you traded one. Oh, okay. Joe Schober. Yeah. Okay. But Damian Wilson, who is, I think, going to be the starter because of Joe Schober's trade, mm-hmm. super physical. Uh, I mean, he's a pounder. But him and Miles in the middle. Now you got two physical guys, mm-hmm. and on the outside you got lots to choose from, because you got uh, Josh Allen, who is, I think, a tremendous athlete, and he's got to prove something now. Right. But then Caleb on mm-hmm. is starting to show like he looks like a former first round pick, and uh, and then you had Smoot in there that's going to uh-huh. play a little linebacker, uh, uh, Ward, Smoot, the Smoot's free a, agent. Smoot's a big guy, isn't he? Who? Smoot. Yeah, he's, you know, all these guys kind of play multiple positions. Yeah. And, you know, they, 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 and you'll hear tonight when we do the broadcast uh-huh. with the defense and we talk about it is that the term multiple is how you would describe this Jaguars defense. Now, they're not going to be exotic in the preseason because why would you show anybody right. what, you, what you're going to do? Right. Because nobody knows Joe Cullen as a defensive coordinator. Now they know where he comes from. But you don't want to give anybody an idea – in the preseason. Sure. So anyway, they're not going to look as crazy in the preseason, but once they get to the regular season, you got so many different guys that can play different positions. Uh, Jihad Ward can play defensive tackle and defensive end. He can be a stand-up outside backer. Josh Allen can play defensive end and stand-up linebacker. Smoot can play defensive end, defensive tackle, and stand-up linebacker. you got all these guys that can play multiple positions, so they're going to do a lot of different things as defense, and I think that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. As long as everybody knows what they're supposed to do, right? <laughs> you know. So, so anyway, look at look Omar. Look for them to be multiple, which would make for uh, you know some possible assignment breakdowns by offense, and you get some quarterbacks to get hopefully get crushed. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's Good take stuff. a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you'd like to uh, call in 904-641-1010 and we come back, we got a selfish yeah, story, and then. Some mangrove snapper on the bite. We will talk about Mm -hmm. those and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Coastal Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny. Your home of Kubota, Gravely. Hot seat pressure washers, steel power equipment, all the land pride attachments. You name it, they got it at Coastal Equipment. So any kind of 
project that you want around the old farm, old homestead, <laughs> they got something for you. <laughs> All right, so this week, favor is how many tarpon you caught again this year? None. Huh. But you caught a selfie. Had to rub that did. in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know what, Chris? It's it's um, it's it's rather embarrassing, to be honest with you. I mean, it's kind of my reputation. I mean, that's what I cut my teeth is tarpon fishing and but and, this year is so weird. Oh, it it is. Look, I, I I know guys. I know I know three guys that tarpon fish basically every day. But and and you know they're not they're not charters. They're they're and, and I mean that's all they do. And we all talk, you know, a lot. And they're just not they're not catching anything, man. I mean they're just there's you know one here, one there. But the, there there hasn't and you've seen this this year, Kirk. There's been very few fish feeding in the bait pods when we have bait pods. Yeah, I haven't you know? seen any hardly feeding in bait yeah. pods. I've seen some weird stuff. Like yesterday, we were running up to Amelia Island and we were at the top of Fort uh, uh, Nassau Sound, crossing the bar, and saw a tarpon come a, come out of the water chasing a bait fish <laughs> like a kingfish, skying <laughs> yeah, on yeah, starving. And I'm like, what the hell? I watched it. I was like, that guy's like, what was that? And I said, that was a poon. I said, a big one. <laughs> but he, I I um I got a call this week, actually on Tuesday. From one of our listeners, Jack Shaw, and and he said, "Dude, I, I know this is a long shot." He said, "My son Jackson is leaving for FSU on Sunday," and he said, "I'd love to take him fishing, um, you know, for a going away present." And and I said, "Jack, I said you happen to get lucky because I had taken Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off because mm-hmm. I was going to be going. I was going to be out of town." And I said, "I got Friday open. I'm not. I'm not going. I've changed my mind. I've changed my plans." And, and he said, well, I, I, he's never caught a kingfish, and he said he's never caught a tarpon. And I said, okay, well, you know, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. So um, uh, with, they they were they were live all the way in Fernandina, so they had a long drive yesterday morning. They got there a little late. No big deal. You know, I, I don't get in a hurry anyway, plus you're getting bait reports. And, exactly. And so um, it was Jackson, Jack, and and uh, Tiffany, his, his uh, Jack's wife, went to Salt Run through the net just two or three times, which is so lucky. For mullet? pogies, pogies, yeah, okay. pogies, and 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 uh, caught a lot, caught a uh, you know a well full, but they're I mean Jeff, I'm telling you, they're two inches long, little dinks, little dinks. So yeah. you know you got to shorten your rigs and, and stuff like that. And and I had a, it you know I didn't know what the ocean was going to be like, but I, I've got a little spot that that I love to go to, and it's it's out of the way. It's just a ledge that that that, that I found years and years ago, and and um, uh, it took us 45 minutes. To, to get there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, got there. Now, what do, you, what do you anticipate to catch at this spot? Kingfish. Okay. Yeah. And got there, and the first thing, it was, it was funny because Tiffany said, oh, my God, look at the water. And it was, dude, it was, it was, like, beautiful. Yeah. Well, like, water's like, been really yeah, nice. Yeah. So, anyway. um, put these little baits on. I mean, literally, these little guys, two inches long, you know. And, it's all right. Yeah. And and, and little, I'll tell you one thing. Them little jokers, for the first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. they will swim. And then they're done. And then they're done. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you hope, you, hope you get that bite. But anyway, we um, we caught two or three kingfish. Uh, um, the first couple were dinks, so we let them go. And but it was cool. You know, Jackson, his first kingfish he ever caught, and, he, and I could tell he was he was very good on the rod. Uh-huh. You know, um, third third uh, second kingfish. I'm putting the putting my line back out, and I don't get it out twenty feet, and the sailfish just. Just just comes up and pounds it. I'm like, oh, sail, 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 and missed it. And I'm like, that gummit. And I can see the sailfish. It's so the water. You got so it on. Wi- you got it on wire. Yeah, sailfish. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll so, eat a wire. Oh yeah, they'll okay. eat a wire. So 
sailfish spins back around, and so I, I, I put it neutral the gear, not not the boat. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm feeding it line. You put, feeding the, you put the reel. I put the reel in neutral. And I, and I, I, yeah, I'm free spooling, and, and the sail's just he's just looking at it. You know, the bait's dead. You know, I'm like, Dad, come it. So I said, all right. So I held the rod up real high uh-huh. and just reeled it real fast across the top of the water. And, it's come, and man, you could just see me just coming at just boom. And crushed it? Crushed oh. it. And it pulled the hook. Oh. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So I'm now reeling in, right? And I can still see the sail back there, you know, just back and forth and back and forth. You're now looking for another one. Completely lit up. Yeah. You know? mm. Do you know how hard it is to catch a pogey with bare hands when you've got a sailfish right behind the boat? Oh, your hand's running around through the live well and you can't get yeah, one. You've you got 500 yeah, you of them 500, in there. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> That's it's, hateful. It's, it's, like, it's like when the buck shows up. Yeah. You know, you're, you're because you want to look up. To see if the sailfish <laughs> yeah, is still yeah, there, yeah. you know, when you're looking down, you're trying to grab it. And you're trying to... So anyway, now I, I I finally get one on and I and I, I feed it back, and immediately the sailfish shows back up, you know, nice and 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 follows it, follows it. And so I did the same thing. I held it up high, but now the that pogey's alive, mm-hmm. and I reeled it real fast, and the, so the pogey just swam. This fish just just greyhounded on it, just boom, and and hooked the fish up right, and I hand I hand the rod to Jackson. And a lot of times the sailfish is kind of like a cobia. They're not sure what's, yeah, what's, go- going, what's on, going on at first. And and so he just sat like 20 feet behind the boat with the bill out of the water, just going back and forth and back and forth, you know, and, and the rod's going back and forth. And I'm like, hang on, it's getting ready to get good. Uh-huh. And once he figured out he was hooked, whoo, Jack, they can smoke a reel. Now. Any video? Yeah, they video? can. He did. We did get some video. Oh. Yeah, we got some video. We got And, and uh, fought the fish for... 30 minutes or so did, did did an awesome job on the fish but the the video the coolest video was we got the fish to about i'm going to say 40 yards 30 mm-hmm. 40 yards from the boat and he decided to just completely go airborne right to the boat oh, i mean uh, uh, yeah and i'm like real 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 i mean and he's just staying on top of the water just coming right at us and and once once he got up there it, it, it was like he got very close to the boat when he did that mm-hmm. he was done that was it. That was his last, last little run. last run, and uh, build him, and you can see the pictures on on our Facebook. And that's that's yeah. our picture for yeah. welcome good, to the yeah, to the outdoor show. show. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. that's Jackson with his first sailfish, and uh, and so so it's so funny. They're like, okay, we call it sailfish. We call it kingfish. Can we go catch tarpon? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's much go. Better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's what if that's what you want to do, and uh, we went back to the inlet. And um, soaked pogies for about forty five minutes, and I never, I never did see any fish. What, so, what a great picture! It's a great picture. I mean, pretty. Yep. I mean, that's as cool as it gets. Yeah, absolutely. What do you yeah, think absolutely. the weight of that? I would say is? forty pounds. Okay, was 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 about was that about an average sailfish for our water? It's probably a, it's that's a, a large one. That's a large one. Okay, that's a yep. large one for our yep. water. Yeah, that's a good one. It's it, it it's so cool though when the, when. You see that line that's going straight out the back, and you look way to the right, way out there. And, that and fish, he's jumping. He's jumping. He's tail walking. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's crazy, it's isn't awesome, it? awesome, isn't it? They I smoke mean, it. I was talking to um, Captain Zach Timmons last night because he wanted to hear the story. And he's like, dude, he goes, you gave me goosebumps. He goes, it was, that just never gets old, does it? And I'm like, wow. of, of all things, you know, I mean, I've, I, look, I get fired up catching fish. But it's a totally different level on a sailfish. I've never, I've, I've seen a sailfish. Yeah. Uh, years ago, when we were fishing a kingfish tournament, 
Yes, I actually fished a kingfish tournament. Uh-huh. It was juniors. Uh-huh. At Dylan the boat, it was with Fred, and and, uh, and we had one up behind the boat. And we tried to catch them, but it didn't end up happening. But that was cool to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never caught a sailfish. Yeah. Um, well, the only ones I've ever caught were in Costa Rica. I've, yeah. I've, never, I've never caught an Atlantic sailfish. Yeah, I'd love I mean, that's I mean, me on the rod. Yeah. But that's – did you catch one last year? Uh, Yeah. You did? I, see, I didn't catch one last year. That's the first one I've caught in two years. Now We caught one. Now, we caught one Sunday, too, this week. Yeah, they, there's One been, of our listeners, Kevin Cates, and his friends, and his son, Nick, came out. Nice. And How big was one. that one? Probably about the same size as Kevin's. Yeah. yeah. You know, put on a good show. We got some good video, good pictures. Is there anything you have to be okay, more aware of okay, with so, a sailfish? So, so, so oh, here, yeah. So, so here, yeah. So, here's the deal. And, 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 and I remember talking about this the last time we called it sailfish. Is that when that fish is behind the boat and he's chasing the baits, this, that, and the other, and you, kind of your first reaction is, is to take the boat out of gear mm-hmm. and let the fish catch up to the bait, and it's just the opposite. Don't take the boat out of gear. Okay. Leave the boat in gear because he'll stay back there. He'll stay back there in that prop wash, you know, because think about it. You're, it the smell from your live well, everything is, is back there in that prop wash. If you take it out of gear, the fish will continue to swim and swim right underneath the boat and, and, keep, and, on going. and, and keep on going. Okay. Yeah. But you got it. You made a good point. There's some things you really have to be careful with with them because mm-hmm. they, will, they will hurt you. I mean, you've got to have a good pair of gloves. You've got to have a good pair of gloves. You do not grab a sailfish because – they're stronger than you think they are. Yeah. They're real dense like a marlin. Their flesh is real dense on the outside. They're a lot of muscle, and you got to watch out for that bill. They like to thrash it around when they get right next to yeah. the boat. How do, you, how, do you, how do you unhook it? Well, and, and, a lot and, of times I don't. Yeah, the, just cut it. it the just boat, cut the wire. It's crazy. Most I, w- I would say 70% of the sails that I've caught haven't been hooked. Mm-hmm. The, the they're wrapped. They're wrapped. Yeah, lassoed. The, the, they're lassoed. Really? Yeah. Around the bill. Yeah. Yeah. They'll do that a lot. Yeah. I've caught a couple like that. It's so the the bill is so um um abrasive. Abra- thank you. Abrasive. Okay. That that when that wire gets in there, it just stays there. It stays there. Yep. So like if you get a sailfish up next to the boat, and I'm looking at this picture, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and Jackson. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at Jackson, and he, what is he holding? The bill? Yeah, he's holding the bill. Okay, but, so but we've the, but the fish is it, it, he's you're he's trying fine. to revive it. We're the fish to revive is gassed. It. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yeah, yeah. If, if and, and I told him the first movement that you feel, let him go. Let, let him go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it, and it, it did. It took three or four minutes to to, to drag him around. The fish was tired. Yeah, yeah. you got to drag him. Yeah, I think we spent four or five yeah minutes dragging hours, and you'll feel him kick. You'll feel him kick once yeah. they start kicking. You know, Kevin was like, "What do I do?" I said, "When he starts thumping your hand," yep. I said, "You feel him pumping." Just let him go. If, if you had a choice, because you you caught yours on wire too, Kirk. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm assuming forty pound, forty pound wire. But yep. if you had a choice between monofilament and wire, what would you rather have? I'd rather have wire because there's so many other other things that you can catch out there that have teeth. Well, okay. no, but I mean, let's say let's okay, say you right, have right, let me, let me, two rods. Let me, let, me, let me put it to you this way: there has been a lot of sailfish caught, mm-hmm. okay, and a lot of the charter captains, Guy Spear, this that the other, they they're taking ballyhoo with them. So they're catching their kingfish on their wire, then they're changing the rods out, and they're 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 dragging ballyhoo with mono for the sailfish. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because I mean I've heard that that's more of a monofilament. Sometimes a, a sailfish can well be wire shot. And and, and 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 the crazy thing is is that 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 little tiny bait. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. you know you you think I, of I, I find it interesting you know, though that you know when I 
the vet though that you had to get this fish to bite. I mean, by having either one a supercharged bait, absolutely, or to be getting you, that you, thing on top and making you it look have supercharged. to you have to be on top of your game. Yeah, you can tell they're, when they're, they're lit up. Yeah, they they go from like a dark black to purple. Yep, that's exactly right. And, and you it, see all the spots on their sail, and they'll lift that sail up. You'll see the top of the sail coming out of the water, and you'll see that bill start slashing. Mm-hmm. That's when they're fired up. Dude, it is fun. That Man. that that is, I think, some of the coolest video. And then I saw some video this week, and I can't remember where it was. It was of a thresher shark coming up on a on a bait spread behind a boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that tail, he's yeah, flapping yeah, that it, tail yeah, forward. Yeah, have you guys seen no, that? No, I haven't video? seen that. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. No. Anyway, I, I gotta right. find. It. Anyway, let's take a break, and we come back. We'll do an LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. We'll talk to Kevin, not to favor, but to right. Kevin, who's calling in. On 904-641-1010, right here, (coughs) excuse me, on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants to all the industries, and they've been doing it since 1919. Got a wide range of service to support all of your petroleum needs. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip comes from Kevin Bow Season right around the corner. And right around the corner. There's a million a million different opinions on Absolutely there is. bow hunting and bow hunting equipment. And and I don't think any one particular thing is right or wrong. But the one thing that has been proven over the test of time has been the rest called a whisker biscuit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, <laughs> it's about as simple as any rest that you can have. Money. You know what I mean? It's freaking and, money. And, and I know people will foo-foo it. They're like, oh, the, the, you know, the, the, the veins don't clear when it comes out. And this, look. I, I, I never I, had I, a problem. I, I've never had a problem. I mean, at all. But this new one that uh, Trophy Ridge just came out with, I was really intrigued. And I, I called Rick Stinson because I, I mean I've had my whisker biscuit for well my bow forever you know mm-hmm. and um, I, and he said yeah he said it is he said it's definitely an improvement um, so I ordered one and then I took it in there and, and the cool thing about this one is that you could do it's got all the adjustments just like a sight will have oh I see that the screws on there yeah the hex yeah. screws yeah yeah so it's called a Trophy Ridge Whisker Biscuit Five uh, right yeah okay. But- so they, that, they still sell the old school whisker. Sure, biscuit, they do. But this one is a little different. It's like three independent brushes as right. opposed to a complete circular brush. Okay, and so whenever, whenever you, when, whenever you put the, the the arrow in the rest, the one thing that you do have to make sure of is that it doesn't fall down in between the whiskers. <laughs> you, you see the gaps that yes. are in there. Yeah, you got oh, yeah. a little. You got you got a little bit of a yeah. uh, gap. You just got to. Put yep. it right where it needs to be. Yep, yep. But I mean, I've been, I, I've really enjoyed. It. I've been shooting it now for about two months. Fifty nine. Uh, yeah, fifty nine dollars. But then they also have a different version with the that has like the adjustable with all the little. Um, what's the proper term? Drop, drop rest. You mean? No, it has like the little. Uh, measuring yeah. dots like the white specs. Yep. yep. And then there's one that doesn't have that. Right, and I, I got the one that doesn't have that. Okay, so yeah. the one that doesn't have that is like $59. Yeah, and if you if you go and look at rest, arrow rest, 
They're expensive. Oh yeah. Oh, some of the drop boys, like the one I have yeah. on my bow. I mean, it's it's hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred fifty bucks. Absolutely. Yeah, the one I have now has a drop boy on it. I don't know if I like that. I don't either. I've I never I mean, kind of cared for that because you get up in those trees and you're at a funny angle. I know. And you get ready to turn, and all of a sudden that arrow falls off. I'm like, God, ball. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm I with that. you. I'm with you. I mean, I think it's just something else that you have to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I'd rather and, not it, think about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think about not falling out of the tree right, right, while I'm right. pulling I mean, the bow there's, back. There's, there's a lot of things you, that you have to do, and that's just one of them. Like, you know, like Kirk says, kiss. Keep it simple. All right. yeah. That's your uh, yep. LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. Uh, are you thinking about getting a new rest? Try the new Whisker Biscuit 5 or V, whatever you want to call it, which is about $59, $69. You want to call it the 5. And, huh? Is you can't five? call it a V. It's a 5. Well, I know, but some people might look not at know it, the difference think, what, yeah. what, what V means. People know what There's Roman numerals are. Come look, on, look, Top man. Gun doesn't know what, what he Oh, my yeah. gosh, he does, too. But anyway, let's He go was talk around to... when they invented Roman numerals. <laughs> I don't know about that. Awfully cranky-pated over there. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk to Kevin this morning. Morning, Kevin. Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody? Good. good. We're doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Man, last weekend was uh, definitely a great weekend. It turned out to be a definitely nice day to get out there and do some fishing. It was a good birthday present, wasn't it? Well, tell us Absolutely. what you guys were talking about. He and I Say fished that, uh, on Sunday. He had his birthday, and it was two of his best friends and his son, Nick. And we've been trying to put this trip together and kind of weren't sure it was going to happen because the weather's been kind of unsettled lately. And finally had the the window of opportunity pop up and um a little struggle to get bait. But we, we managed to Well happy it. birthday. Yeah. Well thank you. How yeah, old? Uh forty six. Forty six? Yep. You're an old man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so you caught bait, what would we capture? Uh, thread fins. We caught thread fins. No, I'll not ask. I said, you caught bait. So what did you go capture after that? What kind uh, of? We, first, we got out there. The cuda started tearing us up a little bit. So we moved spots. Then we started hitting some kings, some cobias. Um, I think then we moved spots again. And then one of my buddies got hooked up on a, a kingfish. And it took off. And we're all watching that go on. And all of a sudden, another rod takes off. And so captain's like jumping over there, grabbing that. He's like, here, somebody grab this. So I jump on it. And then we see that thing start walking across the water. And we're like, oh, man, selfish. <laughs> it was pretty wild. That uh, fish took off. It it stayed on its tail for oh, yeah. long seconds, it seemed. Yep. Yeah. So that thing wore me out. And so then I handed it off to my son to finish off. He got it to the boat. And then after that, we got some pictures. So it was awesome. The First funny thing fish. is, though, was remember when that, that uh, big old um, shark came up? We had a bull shark oh, come up, yeah. and we had the fish up, and the fish was acting weird, and we couldn't figure out why the sailfish kept kind of swimming away at an angle. And as it turned out, the sailfish was hooked up near the gill plates mm-hmm. in the side. Mm. Oh, it wasn't yeah. even hooked in the mouth. Oh, you can you can't turn them. And we couldn't turn them. Yeah. And we couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. And the bull shark circled the boat, and I kept telling those guys, I've never seen a bull shark eat yes. a sailfish, Yeah, but this sure looks like it's going to happen. And it went around and around, and I'm trying to get him to get it in. I'm yeah. like, get it in, get it in, get it in. Oh, my gosh. And, and you got to grab it with a bull shark around. Yeah, and Nick's 
Nick's fighting it, and he finally gets it up, and all of a sudden I look down, and it's coming up backwards. So it had <laughs> taken the line and tail-wrapped it. Tail-wrapped it, yep. Went straight to the bottom, and we're pulling it up out of 60 feet of water. We get it up next to the boat, and the tail, tail starts coming up. I'm looking for shark, and we finally get our hands on it, and I like just like, we're just clipping the line. I'm yep. not touching this. Right. I don't yep. want to mess with this too long. You yep. know? But it was a pretty fish. That's awesome. Congratulations. Cool. Wow, that's awesome. Thanks. Yep. Cool day, and then we yeah. then we left, and we moved inshore, and I said, let's stop one more time. We we stopped at one more spot and tripled up on the cobia, which was crazy. We are sitting there rolling. Any, any keepers? No, they were all, all Man, I'll tell you, 31 I, I, inches. I'll tell you what, Kevin, did out of St. Augustine, and, and I, this is so weird. Kirk and I have been fishing here a long time, and it's almost like we've become a nursery for these cobia. I mean, you, Jeff, you get attacked. By six, eight, ten fish, mm. you know, but very, 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 very few of them are thirty-three inches. So yeah, we had one close, but it was just yeah. under, so yeah. we weren't able to keep it. Yeah, now nah, they're cool to but, see, though. I, I, I mean, a heck, catching those things, I mean, it, you'd like to have one to take home to yeah. eat, but I mean, just seeing them, yeah, and catching them are awesome. Yeah, oh. it is. You just go light tackle. Sometimes yeah, but, just catching and releasing is fun. Absolutely, nothing wrong. Oh, with absolutely. Yeah, you know. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, All right buddy. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Top Gun. And then there's a bacon label that is out there that John Strickland shared with us. I got to read you this this label. Bacon okay. Label. Bacon label. Chris is intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Top Gun will be intrigued. Okay. We'll do that and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Legs, hot tires. <laughs> I don't think that's how that song goes. No, hey, tires uh, are the legs about, about of the a vehicle. Store number thirteen. Oh, wow, tire outlet. Yep, tire outlet. Wow. Yep, twelve fifteen St. John's Parkway, uh, right there at uh, Durban Park. So yeah, it, which which is kind of cool for me because that that, that that's going to save me some time probably because I mm-hmm. I've always had to go to Danny's store mm-hmm. right there. What is that uh, beach and uh, it's uh, right, be- off, right, right off 295. Yeah, yeah, right off 295. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's go to the phone lines because Top Gun will dial us up. Morning, Top Gun. You doing all right? We're doing good. Doing How good. you doing? I'm hanging in there for an old guy. Hey, Top hey, Gun, I, I, before you get started, I got I to gotta share this story with you because I know you'll appreciate it. And uh, our uh, our number one fan, well, one of the number ones, John Strickland, uh-huh. said he'd send us all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. This is hilarious. Well, it is funny. It's hilarious. And so anyway, there's a, I guess, a pack of bacon, and I checked it out, and, and this is, I guess, real. Yeah. Because there's a company that makes bacon, and I checked it out online to see if this is actually true. And there's a company, and it's called Black River Meats, and they make bacon. Okay. Very nice. And on the back of the packaging for this bacon, there is instructions. And on the instructions, I'm going to exactly read you word for word what it says, okay? It says... Pan fry slowly. This is on the back of the packaging. Cooking instructions at the top. Pan fry slowly on low-medium heat until bacon renders. 
and is cooked to your desired crispness. Mm-hmm. Okay, that you would think yeah. would be the end of it. Sure. That's in italics, by the way. They add a second paragraph. Yes. If you really don't know how to cook bacon, please contact your elected officials and complain about our education system. Every American should know how to cook bacon. Seriously. That's great, isn't it? That's, That's really good. good. That's good. That, that makes awesome. you want to buy their bacon, you know? So anyway, I that, love bacon. That is true. Uh, I, I went to Snopes. They said that that is absolutely true. This uh, packaging by Black River Meats of North Springfield, Vermont, are the ones that package this bacon and sell it. And, yes, that's exactly what it says on the back of the package. Cool stuff. That's a classic. Classic. Love it. Anyway. Hey, I got a true story for you. You're on the patch? Um, uh, no. <laughs> um, that happened to me uh, during the week. I was uh, had to do some work for this fellow out at Sawgrass, and he lives on the golf course. Well, the front part of his house is all shady, but when you get around to the back, if it's 98 degrees, it's 110. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and I was doing this work, and I'd been working for a couple of hours, and the deer flies were just tearing me up. Oh. I hate them. They're relentless. They never give up. Now, when you say deer and, flies, uh, you mean no Sims? No, deer no, flies. Yellow flies. Or, oh, yellow flies. Yellow, yellow flies. flies. Oh, man, I got, I got bit three times yesterday. Oh. They're nasty. They're terrible. So anyway, I struggled with them for a couple of hours, and I was almost finished, and I said, I can't deal with this anymore. So I took the five-mile walk from the back of the house to the front of the house and um, got the uh, industrial strength off out of my toolbox and sprayed it all on my neck, my head, under my T-shirt, on the back of my T-shirt, Went back, went back there and uh, finished up, and they didn't bother me. Well, it was I finished up, and it was so hot that uh, I had already drank everything that I had to drink, and so I headed to the first store that I saw and parked the truck and went in there to get me a bottle of Gatorade, and I was standing in line, and I felt this tap on my back, and I turned around, and there was this big standing behind me and she was smiling from ear to ear and I didn't count but looked like she had about five or six teeth and um summer teeth she said huh that's called summer teeth you don't you don't know that term no summer here summer there yeah right (laughs) so she says uh you smell so good what are you what are you wearing? And I said, it's called Deep Woods. And she said, uh, it does kind of smell like you're out in the middle of the woods. I just love that. And you know how when you're in a situation and your inner voice talks to you? Mine was going, help me, help me. I got my Gatorade and got out of there. You mean you didn't get her phone number? No. Maybe you give it to Jimmy No Jr. way. No way, Jose. Did you guys watch the Olympics? I watched some of it. Nope. Yeah. No? No. no. I, 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 I mean, I'm an American. 
Well, I... well, when several of the athletes seem to be, yeah. <laughs> well, the soccer girls' britches got too big for them, but uh, they did that kneeling, and then they got bad karma. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you disrespect the country. Sooner or later, it'll come back to haunt you. Anyway, this uh, this guy owned this uh, suit store for suits, buy suits, and he had to have some help, so he hired this kid, didn't have any experience or anything, and so he tells the kid, he says, look, I got to go off for a few hours. You going to be okay? The kid said, yeah, I'll be fine. And um, so the man leaves, and this guy comes in the shop and says, uh, you got any double-breasted suits? Kid said, uh, yeah, we got one right back here. So he went back and got the suit and helped the guy get it on and all. And said, uh, man, that, that thing fits you like a glove. And so the guy bought the suit and left. And uh owner came back and said, did you sell anything? And the kid said, yeah, I sold uh, one double-breasted suit. And the owner says, uh, uh, you don't mean that one that's uh, yellow, pink, and blue striped. And the kid said, yeah, the one back there in the back. And the owner said, I've been trying to get rid of that thing for five years. That's the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life. He said, how'd you sell that? Kid said, well, I... Like a glove, he looked good. And whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> got to back up. Yeah, we lost we, you just for a second. Somebody might have been trying to call I've you. I've been trying to sell that for six months. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah. I said, I've been trying to sell that for six months and then go. And uh, he said, um, I he tried it on and all, and I told him it fit like a glove, and he bought it. And the owner said, well, how much did you charge him? And he said, well, the tag on it said 400 And the owner says, man. You're great. He said, uh, you are a way better salesman than I thought you were going to be when I hired you. And uh, and the kid said, uh, yeah, he said, uh, he loved it. And the owner said, well, can I ask you a question? And the kid goes, yeah. And the owner says, uh, why is your hand all bandaged up? And he said, well, after the guy paid me, I went to hand him his receipt. And a C&I dog bit me. F-P-S, baby! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going in that direction. When the uh, line cut out, I was going to finish that one for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's get Sandy in here before we take a break. Hard Morning, to, Sandy. Uh, hard to beat the patch. Yeah. Patch yeah. Patch. It's hard <laughs> to Epic. beat the patch. Yeah. 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 Morning, Sandy. Hey, morning, guys. And I sure did enjoy that um, pork belly I cooked. So, remember a while back we had done for a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Yes, 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 yes. We did the, okay. the pork belly recipe where you, you get it from Costco, mm-hmm. or if you can get it somewhere else, fine. But it's, it's, it's pork belly that's kind of cut thick like bacon. And then you put it in a pan, you cook it in the oven like you do bacon, and at the end you can salt and pepper, and then you put a little of that brown sugar, and then you... You know, put it back in there, and then that, let that sugar kind of caramelize on the pork belly. Well, Sandy did that recipe. Okay. And Sandy, uh, good, great, okay. Oh, it was great. I had me. You can only eat about three pieces by yourself. They're big. 
<laughs> First time I ever did it, and I didn't, I didn't do it in uh, on purpose, but we had we had added the brown sugar, and was like, you know, we'll try it, and so that was really good. And uh, so we did it again a second time, and we did it when Dylan's buddies were coming over. It was kind of when he was getting ready to graduate high school, and they were going to get together, and we were going to cook them dinner. And uh-huh. so that was like the appetizer. Piece. They, were, they were like licking their fingers <laughs> yeah. and licking the pan. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are you guys are savages. Do you put yours up on a rack? What do you mean up on the rack? Up on a rack where it drains on it, or do you just put it on aluminum foil? Do you use a crisper with the rack? Oh, on like the uh, the copper crisper. I think the first time we, uh, I I like cooking it in the in the fat. I think it gets a more even cook. So I leave it in the pan or on aluminum foil. And then uh, what I like to do is at the end because you, when I do the brown sugar, is you you try to drain some of that off and then put the brown sugar on, and then put it back in at the end without all that grease oil that's in the pan you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah so you kind of yeah. drain it right before you do that last step that's of right. adding that that brown sugar yep. yeah it was delicious um kevin did y'all see the two pictures i sent of the Vela boat works boat no i i did not sandy is it uh yeah um will montgomery i just wanted to say a shout out to him he went out last weekend and took it out it's a 36 foot power cap they built um here in town and caught him a um, nice size, about a seventy pound swordfish out there. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I've sent pictures of it. You have to take a look at it. Yeah, I they see it. Got like a um, three hundred gallon pool on the front of it where you can fill it up with seawater and cool off. <laughs> I've seen that uh, before. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's 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 really cool. I'll send you the picture of it. All right, thank you, Sandy. All right, love the show. Bye. I appreciate it. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, Captain Kirk. We haven't talked about the mangroves. Nope. We'll do that uh, and more. And just want to remind everybody that if you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven, call CNH Marine Construction. They can handle boat lifts, boathouses, docks, bulkheads, and don't forget about the boat lift maintenance. Yes, you have to maintain the boat lift to make sure that it's running good. So, if you need any help, contact CNH Marine Construction. Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com. Two S's back to back. Click on the CNH Marine Construction link, and they will take care of you as they have for me for 26 years. They did. Thank you very much to CNH Marine Construction, and you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Obviously, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go, Claude Little Cadillac. Great folks over there if you need the market for a pre-owned vehicle. And I know I, I, I went by there this morning and saw they still have that Denali. Oh, God, it's a beautiful truck if you're in the market for a truck. Claude Little Cadillac located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Favor, Jeff Logerman, Captain Kirk Waltz. And uh, Kirk, you uh, mentioned mangrove snapper. Yeah. There may not be a better eating fish oh, in our waters than a mangrove snapper. Mm. And on top of that, about how good it is to eat, there is also something else to factor in when it comes to mangrove snapper. I don't think pound for pound there's a fish that's stronger. They're testy little devils. <laughs> they really are. They're, they're aggressive. And it's so funny. You'll be over there catching those little 
eight, nine inches. Mm-hmm. And if you'll back away from them a little bit, usually the bigger ones will sit outside a little bit into the deeper water and start out with a whole shrimp. And once you realize you're on them, I switch over from those quarter ounce sheephead jigs. I started buying these little, basically they're, they're freshwater. Yeah, little light jigs. Light j- wire jigs. Mm-hmm. Larry, Larry Minyard's one that kind of, over the years showed me that, Hey, if you get on a trout bite, you know, trout don't have real strong lips, get away from those heavy jigs and go to those little light wire jigs. So I started doing that a little bit and have found it, it can be very successful. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, there's places that I fish for mangroves and I love to use Cajun thunder. Yeah. It's, it's such a great presentation. You know, go to real light fluoro. Right. And, and a little tiny little, bitty little, little split shot and a little, you know, like, a small hook, like a wire hook, like you're talking about, and uh, and and I'll, I'll tell you the one thing that um, they those little tiny finger mullet that we're catching right now, those are perfect. Man, they will eat the heck out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and and a lot of times, if you you kind of weed through the small ones, with, you got them with Saint Augustine oh, right yeah. now. Oh yeah, absolutely. They seem to be Legal everywhere size? right now. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of 12, 13, 14 inch yeah. fish. I yeah. had some the other day that were upwards towards 14 inches. That's a, that's All right, so nice um, legal's 12? 10. 10. 10, 10 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where, to, where to catch them? I would start the rocks. Rocks. Rocks, yeah. They like rocks. Mayport jetties are a good place to start right now. Um, the old uh, little jetties where they took the little jetties out uh-huh. of the St. John's River right there where it meets the ICW. All those rocks that run all the way down there near the Coast Guard base. Okay. Yeah, the the a couple places in in San Augustine. Um, think about all the seawalls, exactly that, that are around. You know, a high high incoming high outgoing tides because it has to be to get enough water around those seawalls. Yeah. Um, the three twelve bridge is it like like the pylons, mm, the big uh, concrete pylons, yeah, or, and and you know the 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 entrance uh, or the the main way the uh, the bulkhead. The Thank bulkhead. you. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Around the bulkheads. Where the on, fenders oh, are. Yeah, where the fenders are. Yep. Oh, you, know, you can throw float rigs around there. It's just, it, you know, you just have to think about it a little bit. Well, the thing is, too, they're a lot like a brim mm-hmm. in freshwater. If you hook one or two, the ones that are outside of that area, like eight or ten feet from the ones that you've hooked, they all start to congregate in one small area. And they, just like a, a school of brim, you can get them fired up and chum a little bit. Take oh, a little yeah. bit of shrimp and put it on a cutting board and chop it up. I'll, I'll tell you, it I, out. Was, I was I, I came in the other day, and um, Captain Danny um, came up to me because you got some pogies left. I was like, yeah, I mean, I had you know a couple dozen or whatever. And he goes, can I have? Them? I got an inshore trip, and I'm like, you want these big old pogies for inshore? And he goes, yeah, I chum the mangroves with them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that was that. That's a great idea. Well, here's a tip for you too. I mean, mud minnows are real good. But if you get on a bite them with a shrimp and you notice that you're missing them a lot because they're biting the heads off and you can't get the hook in them, take the shrimp and bait, break them in half. Mm-hmm. Once you get them all yeah. churned up, start reducing the size of the bait because they're going to eat it. I mean, they are like they're like piranha. So and they eat the heads first, like sheep said? Yeah, they'll eat the head first, and then they'll eat the tail. Isn't that amazing how that yeah. is? They'll eat around the hook until they get to the hook, and then they'll start hitting the hook. And the secret of catching them, at least for me, is once they start biting it, just start lifting real slow mm. until you feel one until really. bend the rod a little bit. Yeah, until you start hitting it a little bit. It's, it like, it's like catching ringtails. Yeah. They all got those teeth, you know. And, 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 I, and I tell people that all the time. You know, you're going to lose a lot of shrimp 
when you're fishing for them. You know, so, I mean, on a four-hour trip, we may buy 12 dozen shrimp, mm-hmm. you know, because what you want to do is you, is you want them to feed on the shrimp. You know, you want them to go dip, dip, dip. And I said, then when you feel, you know, the, the real thump, Right. That's that's when you catch the fish. But when they're just pecking at it like that, mm-hmm. you're just wasting your time by, by setting the hook. Can you catch them on artificial? I, I've, I mean, never, I've never tried, tried it. Yeah. I've never tried. I'll be honest with you. I really haven't. I'm sure they'll bite a fish bite, but I don't think you consider that an artificial. I mean, I, I mean, I, I you know, I kind of, I guess I do. Yeah. Fish bites, gulp. Yeah. I mean, it's they're, they're scented, right? I mean, so they're artificial. Well, and the cool thing about catching them, usually there are other fish around with them. So, like the other day when we were catching them, there were some really nice flounder hanging around with them. And, the, and then jacks were mixed in. See, yeah. in the St. John's River, when I, where I would catch the mangrove, I would catch sheep's head. That, so, too. That makes sense. That, and, too. And that's that's structure. where I – yeah, the structure. Because I was – actually, the first couple times that I found them, when, uh, when we got on a really good, we're, I was trying to target sheep's head on pilings, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, ooh, you get a – and you're like, oh my gosh, this fish is strong. You pull it up, and it's little dinky mangroves. You're like, dude, how do you pull that hard? I know. They're like mm-hmm. a little war mouth. Yeah, they are. That's exactly you know? what they are. Yeah. I mean, they're just tough. And they're, they're like, like you better there. be careful when you handle them. Yeah, well, it's a typical snapper. They got that dog on uh, gill, gill knife. They got a gill knife. And they got spines. They got spines. And they'll bite them. And they'll you know bite what? the fire out yeah, of you they, in a they, minute. They, they absolutely, they got some serious teeth, too. They got canines up there, mm-hmm. and if they grab you, you'll know about it. And they and they like, they like go pop, 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 like with their mouth, trying to bite you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's what they're actually trying to do, but, I mean, it, I don't know if it's just a reaction. But when they, you hold them, they're sitting there, and they're going, chomp, 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 chomp. And you're like, oh, this guy is not happy. Typical snapper. Typical snapper. Typical snapper. I know. And talk about snappers. Travis caught a monster. Man, Travis, oh. caught, Travis caught a God, giant. That's a nice fish. Yeah. Let's take a break. We yep. come back. Want to hear the yep. Travis? It's Travis Tabor. You know the guys. The guys living right. Oh, yeah, he is. I mean, he's like every year he's got some kind of epic story because he fishes with favor. Yeah, like, and this year is no different. Epic red snapper. <laughs> it was awesome. That story more coming right after this right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. There. It you seems, gotta wait it for lately. it to yeah, kick right. in, man. That, that, that a lot of people have been calling me lately, Kirk, that, that are having boat issues. I mean, it's you know, in, in St. Augustine, there's only one place to take your boat, and and the, it's so funny. I send people to Whalen Bay, and I'm like, call Chad. You know, here's his phone number, and they, they always call me back. And they're like, man, you know, appreciate the hookup. So yeah, if you need something, if if you got problems with your boat right now, and hey, if you're in the market for a new boat, go by and see him at Whalen Bay. Sea Fox, Contender, Nitro, Tracker. Got some of the coolest pontoon boats you'll ever see. So, good people over there. All right, so uh, David mm-hmm. sent us a, I don't know if it's so much a question, uh, I guess, but uh, he said, here, I'm going to read it to you guys. Got it uh, on our Facebook page. You can message us anytime. And uh, David asked this, he said, hey, good morning, guys. My 15-year-old Minn Kota saltwater trolling motor has bit the bullet. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like your motor. Yeah. <laughs> How old was the motor? It was 15 years old. You got your money out of that, no dude. Doubt. He said he's looking to upgrade. Can you all speak to all the must-have and good-to-have features and options? Thanks. By the way, still killing the heads. 
Which he's a big sheepshead fisherman. He is a big mm-hmm. sheepshead fisherman. Yes. I'd get another Minn Kota and get an iPilot. Yeah. Get the, ter- what is it, Tarova? Tarova. I'd best, you know, best motor for the money. I Man. would, I would, um, I would get manual. Deploy. Deploy, thank you. Yeah, I would not. I would not do the other one. Yeah, I've got. I've got the self-deploy, which you push a button and uh-huh. it goes in and out. And mm-hmm. and I totally understand what you guys are saying because you're always nervous in that if you can't get it to come back up, what do you do? Yeah, you gotta exactly. take it off. You got to yeah. take it off the bow. Been yeah. there, done that <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah. yeah. Which if you when you have that happens to you twice, you're cured of wanting to yeah. have that. I mean, I, again, I I always I'm, I'm pretty lazy, but I'm not that lazy. <laughs> It's I don't mind nice, going up there. Though, dude. <laughs> I don't mind going up there and mashing that. Button. I don't either. And, and 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 I'll tell you the other thing is is that um, whenever you store it, I want to make sure that it clicks. I want to make sure that 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 I put everything where it's supposed to you. be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean so so. But yeah, I, 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 you know I don't know I don't know how big David's boat is. You know. Um. Well, if I, he's got an old fifteen year, my guess it's manual. And he will have a, a whole new appreciation for one that does it for him. He won't ever have to anchor oh, again. Oh, it's, it's – I mean, except in heavy currents. It's, it's amazing. It truly is. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, I'm offshore bottom fishing the other day, and my folks oh, isn't it great? had never seen one. And they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I'm putting an anchor down. They he's go, probably got like, you know, 24, 22 bay boat somewhere in I don't, I don't range, think so. so. I, think he's, I think David's got a smaller boat. I have fished with him before. Um, and, and I know what he used to have, um, but it, you know, it, so I would, I I'm would, sure I'm sending you a, showing you a yeah, picture. I'll, I would, I would say 20 yeah, foot. Yeah, it's 20 foot bay yeah. boat somewhere in that range. Yeah. You so know? that's what he needs. He yeah. needs a Tarova. Probably he's going to need a 20 foot boat. I would, I would spring for the bigger one, the, the 36. 36, because the St. John's River, the currents are very, very strong and you'll be very happy that you did that. I think if, if you're ever going to, if you ever go to the jetties 36 volt you gotta i mean it's, it's like you just gotta bite the bullet what do you, you have on yours 36 you do have a 36 yeah. on your pathfinder mm-hmm. yeah because okay. what you'll find is if you put a 24 on there i think i do you're gonna you're gonna have just enough to get it done right but then when that current starts running and you got to sit there for an hour yeah it ain't happening and it's 24 it's volts. gonna start dragging that because batteries down. Here, here's the deal when when it you know obviously your remote goes from one to ten, according mm-hmm. to the power that, mm-hmm. that that's that, that the trolling motor is using. If it's on nine or ten for more than thirty minutes, it's shut, it's shutting off. That's going to wear it, it down. It, it's going to get hot. It's gonna, I mean, so yeah. if you got the thirty-six volt, then you're probably going to be running on five or six instead of nine or ten, and, and you, you're 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 way better off. Yeah, it's just it's worth spending a little bit of the extra money. You'll just be that much happier in the long run, especially yep. if you're going to keep it like you did with this last one for 15 years. <laughs> what the heck? What's wrong with that? I've never had anything in a boat for 15 yeah, years. Yeah, no kidding. I, are, are you, you know, kidding I, me? I think I, I had my trolling motor for that long. The the uh, the downriggers that I have, the pin. That's an exception. I I, I yeah, me too. Yeah, a 1994. Yep, I've too. had those. I've had those downriggers. So. I've yeah. got six of them. I've got four. Six downriggers? I've got pieces. Oh, so over I got, the years, I got, okay, I got pieces. I, got I, pieces. I, do, I do too. What do you mean pieces? So, so you, they don't make them anymore. Right. Okay, so you're so, hoarding them? Yeah, well, I've gone to garage sales. I bought two on my own. Uh, I had a friend of mine, Steve. He bought a couple at mm-hmm. a garage sale and gave them to me for Christmas. 
So I've, I've butchered parts from one to keep, keep a set going. And honestly, I don't ever put more than one in the boat at a time. Sometimes I'll put two no, if they're I, not I don't sitting either. down. Don't either. Either. Yeah. Yep. Cause they're a pain in my behind if I got to use them all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 as a matter of fact, like on yesterday's trip, I never put downrigger down. I mean, if I can, if I control two rods without it, without it, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to use it if yeah, I don't have to, right. but I will use it. The only problem is there's just something else to worry about. Always, you know. It's like yesterday we fished and we we caught a ton of kudas yesterday and finally got a nice king on. And guess where it ends up? You know, in the downrigger. In the downrigger, and mm-hmm. I mean, you can bring it up. But it's it's another piece of obstruction hanging back there behind the boat. Something else to worry about. Yeah, it's something else to worry about. Yeah. Right, so David said twenty foot bay boat. Or actually, he said twenty foot bat. That means bay. He was, no, he actually corrected him. He said bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he originally went bat. But he said uh, uh, river mostly jetties. So I'm thinking thirty six volt. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. I just do it. What, what's the price tag on those now? I have no idea. And I well, don't, you're going to pay. Even know that you can find one. You're going to pay – well, I'd try to get it from Academy if you could. I would order it online and have it shipped to the Academy store or have it shipped to his house and just buy it from Academy because wow. they have a very good warranty. Academy's warranty is if anything goes wrong with the motor in the first year, they'll take it back sight unseen. I mean, if it's broken and it's not working, you take it in, the manager will replace it. I never thought about replace it. it. Academy. So, and then if 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 – you get the new one and it lasts for a year. 15. You have a, a one year warranty on the motor itself. So okay. you basically get two years. Okay. Gotcha. That's so it, you said it. it's the Tarova? Tarova. It, it is the Tarova. Okay. And that's the GPS enabled. Yeah. iPilot. iPilot, saltwater. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little quick search here and see. I think you're gonna end up run. paying about with the batteries. Two twenty four hundred bucks. Charger. How much? The Tarova bow mount. I'm looking at Cabela's here. Uh, that's twenty four hundred. Hold on, uh, two grand. I would say for the motor. You think? Yeah, and then you got to put batteries. I would say and a charger. I, I would say minimum. I'd say three. It's going to cost you three thousand dollars. Yeah, with batteries and everything. Yeah, right. a charger. Charger and charger. Get yeah. a good charger. Don't get a crappy one. And and by the way, uh, you just hit it right on the head with the with my, my new boat. I. All of a sudden, my trolling motor wasn't working. I was going, "What's going on?" My charger went out, mm. and 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 they so they changed it out to more of a trickle charger, right? A ten amp, yeah, trickle, and, yeah. And so, oh, and it's been it's been fantastic. Now it takes longer to yeah. charge your batteries, but that's that's okay. Especially, I think that the interstate batteries that we use like yeah. that trickle charge, yeah, more. And, and yeah, this this new charger's been been fantastic. As a matter of fact, they they. They got me a new charger to replace my old one, mm-hmm. and I said, "No, y'all can just keep that one. We'll keep the one that's in the boat that they replaced it with." Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, you're, that's you're a good point. Looking at two two grand for the two, motor. Yeah, two grand twenty five hundred somewhere in that range for the motor, and then your batteries are a couple hundred bucks a piece, uh, if not more, like three hundred a piece. Are they really? Yeah, two fifty three hundred. No, no you can I, get them for a couple hundred bucks if well, you. Well, I'll, you want I, I know interstate? Who I text. I'll, I'll text Gavin in there. Yeah. In the, I know. That's where I get mine from Gavin, from those guys. Yeah, I do too. I yeah, put absolutely. interstates in there. Interstate. And I'm thinking I'm yeah. using 15, 1530 charging amps. Yeah. Okay. 1530 amps. So let's let's just make it round number 250. Okay. We'll split okay, the yeah. difference. Okay. So 750. So you're looking at three grand for the motor and the batteries. 
and then you got to do installation, and then you also need to do a, an onboard charger, 36 volt. Right. Which is a couple hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, oh, well, $300, $400 for a $400, yeah, charger, for, yeah, for a good onboard yeah. charger. Yeah. And then the the install, I mean, that's four or 500 bucks, right? Oh, easy. It's going to cost you three grand. Yeah, it's going to cost you three well, grand. It's going to cost you more than that. Yeah. Well, it's going to yeah. cost you three grand just for the. Yeah. And get 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 somebody four, that knows four, what they're doing to four, put it in four grand to forty five. I totally agree with that too. Get Matt to do and it. These guys, these guys that that do, that install these all That's the time. What, yeah, you don't go to you you when you go to get. In other words, if you're like thinking like a, think of it in terms of a doctor, okay, you don't go to an anesthesiologist to get an operation on your knee. No. Okay. <laughs> Right. Okay. You don't go yeah. to a general MD, uh-huh. okay, to diagnose brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go to the expert. Yeah. You go to somebody that does that. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. I'd go to Whalen Bay or Atlantic Coast yep. or go see Matt. Yep. At Trolling Motor Service. CMS. Yep. Yeah. One of those three places. Matt's got a new place now, I think. Trolling Motor Service. Got to live. Yeah. He's, he, uh, he moved. He moved to a new store and his dad, Terry's helping him. I used to work for Atlantic Coast. Yeah, Marine. where's where's the new place at? Somebody was it's not on West Connect anymore. They well, moved no, it. no, well, he, <laughs> dude, you're going way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, he hadn't been over there in yeah. forever. Yeah, West right. Connect. No, yeah, been. he was off of Old St. Augustine Road over there by the tool place, and then now he's got an, he's at another place. Yeah. So I'll find out. Okay, I'll find out. Let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, we've got a ring power tip of the week. We we'll take some phone calls right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry and the most dependable fleet. Keeps your job running without interruption, which helps your bottom line, which makes you more profitable. And that's a good thing, a really good thing. So go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's Ring Power Tip, Captain Kirk's got another gadget. Yes, he does. Yeah. It was cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um... It's actually a plasma lighter from our friends at Survive Outdoors Longer. Well, S-O-L. well S-O-L, does that stand for something else? Yeah, no, Survive. When I use those tools, Save yes. <laughs> Last time I checked, S-O-L did not mean Survive Outdoors Longer. Well, you know, according to their... something out of luck. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's you what know, it means. if you have to use this, maybe you're just gonna be. You SOL. might be SOL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got a resort to firing up this bad boy. But it's a pretty cool little lighter. It's it's, it's rubberized. Cool, it's yeah. waterproof. It's got a little snap lid on the top. Um, I got a new one when we got in the studio, and I plugged it in at, at seven o'clock, and just unplugged it a few minutes ago, and it's it's pretty peppy. I mean, you match that button. And that little plasma lighter comes on. I mean, you guys can play with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, here, take a look at that. But uh, it's got a couple good features on it. It's got a little uh, lanyard so you don't lose it. It's rubberized. It's got a little push button on the side. And, and it's a flashlight. It's got a flashlight. Yeah. Um, How do you turn the flashlight on? Just keep the lid of the uh, lighter closed and locked. And okay, mash you got a little lock black it. button. Okay. Yeah, black, little black button. Mash it again. <laughs> There you go. Oh, you got to hold it. You got to hold it. Well, and let it that go. It's bright. 
That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it even goes strobe. Yeah, yep. it goes strobe. So let's turn the lights out and let's have a disco party. <laughs> Got a high beam, low beam. You oh take my that, uh, word! Well, now instead of you know lighting a lighter to get the concert to play one more one more song, now you just put your strobe on, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking. There you go. Little beaches. But um, according to this thing, it, it lasts for three hours. It has three hours of life. Um, it's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's only twenty four ninety nine. Amazon. So what would happen if you? Put your finger there. Is it? Yeah, is, go ahead. Why don't you put it on your neck like a you know, dog collar or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Is that hot maybe? Right why don't there? you put it right underneath your beard <laughs> yeah. right there? Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt. Yeah, like yeah, that. Right. Do me a favor. Check yeah, that sure. out. Put your finger on that. See if that's hot or if that's yeah. just like, you know. Hold yeah. my beer. It's got like a. <laughs> got a little spot right there on your arm, a little simpex flea. Here, burn that right there. Yeah. yeah. Perfect for removing warts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In in wrong spot, cancer uh, yeah. spots. Yeah, um, Ooh, buddy, mm-hmm. that anyway. just looks hot now. Yeah, How much? I've never had a plaid. Twenty four ninety nine. That's that's not bad. No, so looks like it'll last a while. All right, phone lines are lit up. That's your ring power tip of the week. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> kind of interesting there. Uh, all right, uh, Mitch is calling. Uh, should we get him or Chris is on the water? Chris is on the water. He's Let's get Chris real quick. Yep. yep. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How you doing? Doing doing good. Tell us you got a big one. You're fishing the tournament today, right? Yeah, we're fishing the tournament. No, not a big one, but we got the ice stunk up a little bit. Good. Oh, there you go. High twenties. I mean high te- high teens, low twenties. Okay. Oh, there um, you go. Yeah. I got your call. I was too late. I was out to dinner and didn't see it till I was out. Yeah, I, I know, Kirk. You you busy and work hard every day, so no worries. We uh, put he, in. He big time, Chris. He big time. Yeah, yeah. Kirk, Kirk well, was putting the moves time. on. He was putting the moves on. Captain Kirk Walsh. Captain, he's Captain <laughs> Kirk Walsh. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, he oh, is boy. big time. Oh, kind of a he big, big deal. Him, well, him and Kate, were, him and Kate were having dragging? a little romantic night, Chris. You know, date night. Date awesome. Night. Yeah. You dragging hardheads? What are you doing? Well, he's my hero next next to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's my first hero. Oh. Kevin's my na- uh, uh, Kevin's my first hero, and then Kirk, yep. and then Jeff. I'm yep. last. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like. Yep. I didn't even make the list. Nope. Well, me, Chris, me, and you are about to, about on par. Okay, fair enough. Hey, I'll, that's a big upgrade for me. Yeah. So, so Chris, what tournament are you fishing today? It's uh, Mason's Voice King of the Beach out you. of St. Augustine. Okay. Yeah, it's that charity tournament. Um, uh, they, it, I, I don't know much about the the. It's it's to to help women to fund uh, operations for women. Their babies have a deformity. And they can actually go in the while the baby's in the womb and work on it, and uh, give the baby a head start. That's great so, cause. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're just out here slow pulling, and uh, got one, and uh, now we need a big one. Yeah, what's what's the um, ocean like? It's uh, it's it's kind of like washing machine. It, yeah. it, it was southeast swell and a northeast wind, but it's uh, supposed to swap all day, this, and that, hopefully go out of the southeast. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yep. Were you able to find some bait? Yeah, we put in Infernadina, Kevin, and run to Cumberland and caught bait, and then run back way down here to. Well, we're in, we're in between St. Augustine and Jacksonville. Wow, wow, that's yeah. that's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, if you're there, gonna be was, dumb, you gotta be tough. <laughs> was there plenty of bait at Cumberland? <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. Of, yeah, not not big baits, but there was plenty of it. Huh. That's crazy. I know. That's out. a haul, man. That's yeah, a long yeah, way I to go. I blacked out two live wells. Yeah. You're going to be like, 
He's got to go do it. Hey, did you jump in the jam, or you had to run around on the front end? Uh, we we just pulled out of uh, Fernandina Inlet and went right around, and um, okay. and it was right there, about a mile from the rocks. Right in the jam. Okay. Why is it, those puppies yeah. are always there, man? They are. They love it. Yeah, they've been there all year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Always all are. year. Every year. Never fails. They got. Any, we're, we're like bait, maybe, but yep. up there, always. Anything chewing in them? Yep. Yeah. Would you see anything in them? We did not. It was right at the crack of dawn. They they showed yourself for a second. We threw the net one time, loaded both live wells, and, and hauled tail this way. Got gotcha. John Brown. Huh. All yeah. right. Have you talked to anybody else that's that's fishing? Yeah, I talked to Riles. Uh, he's on. Um, he was hooked up, headed east, and then I've talked to Brian. They've caught a Spanish. Brian Lesage on the Burning Daylight, and uh, Jake's up at the Chum Hole. They haven't had anything yet, and. Uh, I think that's all I've talked to. Okay. Uh, Mullethead's up there with Brian and them. Okay, I got you. All right. So uh, that's all. That's everybody I've talked to. All right, buddy. We appreciate the check. Yes, sir. P- thanks for put, putting me on. Stay no safe, luck. man. Be, yep. Stay safe in that way. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's pretty gnarly to the south. Yeah. I bet, I bet it is. All right, Chris. Have a good one, man. Good luck. Yep. Standing by. All right, let's go talk to Mitch this morning. Long time no talk. Morning, Mitch. Oh, he ain't talking because I accidentally just hung up on him. Oh, well. Yeah, that was my fault. Oh. Oh, you sure that wasn't on purpose? I, I'm going to say it was Mitch an accident. Mitch might take it as that. I'm going to say it was an accident. Hey, can I give an update real quick yeah. on, on batteries? Because yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. text Gavin at, at uh, Interstate, and this is what he said. Starting at eighty nine ninety five, both the 24s and 27s, and then he said, this. we also have a new two-year flooded maintenance-free marine battery. AGM performance without the AGM price. Mm. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. If you need a battery, talk to Gavin at Interstate. No, I so we, I mean, we were a little high, but yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was thinking like the thirty-one right. series, a hundred amp hour, because that's that's the last battery that I bought from Interstate, which was the one that went into the the Minnesota powered Old Town kayak that that right, Dylan has. Right, right, right. Okay, and, you, and, and so. When you get into amp hours, and I don't know the exact philosophy on this, but they recommend for that 12-volt Minkota to have a 100-amp-hour battery. And the one thing I did notice, because originally I was looking at maybe a, a lithium-ion alternative. Mm-hmm. And, man, when you when you huh. start looking at I mean, there's some lithium-ions that, I mean, they're, they're pricey. I mean, Maybe, pricey. Like, yeah. Well, you try to find a 100-amp-hour in the lithium-ion, it's really pricey. Yeah, yeah. And I've noticed that. The more amp hours the batteries are, the more the price okay. that is associated with them. So I was kind of pricing it based on that. So anyway, uh, let's go talk to Mitch this morning. Morning, Mitch. Hey, guys. Morning, buddy. I just survived my SOL, surviving outdoor show life. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's all right. Um, Kev, I, I love your story, man, but uh, coffee and hot dogs from a mini mart in uh, Indiana? Well, Ooh, daddy. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. If you've been standing on the interstate with your shorts and flip-flops on, get eat that. Yeah, that's and, a banquet. And, yeah, that's right. Well, that is filet mignon. Luckily, I have ugly feet, so I never wear flip-flops. <laughs> so that, that helps. I have two questions for y'all. And uh, the first one is, is there a difference except for, like, the coast where they come on for algae blooms and red tide? We don't get that over here. I mean, if you're asking what, that question. What, one time that I remember. Well, and that was a long time it ago. Was a long it was down time near ago. Palm Coast. 
Your uh, hammock actually, dunes. actually, it was in St. Augustine too. It, so, so what? Which one are you talking about? The red tide. Red tide. Okay. So yep. the Gulf does get one of them. They get it frequently. It seems like every okay. year. Every year, yeah. Down near Sarasota, uh, St. Pete, Naples, Charlotte Island. Yeah. 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 Uh, this isn't the second question. It just came to me. Um, up in Amityville, they have a tournament called the Duke of Fluke. Have you ever heard of a fluke? Yes, yeah, it's like a flounder. It's a flounder. Okay, look, yeah, I thought it was a flounder too. Okay, um, Kirk, here, here's the question. This is pretty much for you. A couple of weeks ago, you gave a, a very nice dissertation about the diver's gear that was found. What's going on underneath the water as far as currents and the flow compared to the top if, if something sinks? Uh, it's pretty uh... – it can be very noticeable when you get down deep. I mean, it's I, I had a I had that question pop up yesterday. We were talking about some diving stuff, and my folks were asking me a bunch about it. You get down in uh, sometimes over 100, 110 feet of water, you almost have like a river of current moving down there. I forgot those guys were really out deep uh, compared to my brother Fireman. Uh, those guys have to be under, right? Because surface, they, they just – schedule too many uh drops of looking right I, I, you or, lost me there. I, i'm sorry the firemen that, that went gone the two firemen one from here one from virginia right right a year ago right. They, they they had to have went under somehow and the yeah the boat, boat. somehow the boat sunk yeah and yeah. i don't think that that they went down with the boat i think the boat sunk and they got out of the boat and that you know they were just it's yeah. a big pond, yep. you know, and they got caught in the current out there. I mean, I don't know how long you can tread water. I, that's just one of those deals. I don't even want to think about that. No, I mean, yeah, I, mean, no, I, I don't either. I was, I was just wondering. situation. Because I, I, the stuff he gave about the uh, underwater gear and stuff was a uh, pretty nice dissertation, like I said. All right, man, have a great day. Thanks, Thank you, Mitch. Mitch. All right, Mitch. Hey, a quick update. We were talking about Trolley Motor Services. Yes. Okay, and it is the the new location is sixty seven thirty five Greenland Industrial Boulevard, which is right. south of two ninety five down US one, and you'll take a right down the road a little bit. So again, it's sixty seven thirty five Greenland Industrial Boulevard. Matt does a great job, and there's another one too at the beach at Mayport. Christine runs that one right there on Mayport mm-hmm, Road, right. and she does an excellent job. Yeah, you've used her quite a, a few times. Well, you and, go right by there. So I mean, we live right at the beach, yeah. and she's ten minutes from my house, yeah. so it makes it very convenient. Um, I wanted to bring something up too that we had uh, a question pop up this week. One of my customers had a kingfish that got hit by a cuda, right, and cut it in half, right. And he goes, "Oh wow, you know, it it it's still got a lot of meat left on it." And I said, "We can't keep it." And he goes, "Why not?" I said, Be- "According to FWC rules, all fish have to be brought in in whole condition, and so if you have a kingfish that gets hit." And it just bites the tail off. Even though that kingfish might still be 24 inches, you can't keep it. You've got to let it go. You've got to feed it back to the sharks. You can't keep a a damaged fish and put it in the cooler. Okay, so let's say we catch a snapper and uh, he gets damaged on the boat somehow. And so you can't bring it in anyway because you can't keep him. But, you know, (laughs) you got to... Saucepan on the Especially boat. Especially if, if it's like 20, Spinning around on that one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting question, and they asked me, and I yeah. said, that's that's the rules. We're going to get to the Travis Tabor yes. Red Snapper story right after this. And Gary, right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show.
Welcome back to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoors Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faber sitting in by myself. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, screw this. Yeah, they're like, they're, 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 they're going. Hey, don't, look. Don't, it, don't it, take it, it personally, it, Gary. Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're in St. Augustine and you're looking for a job, uh, Mo Southwest Grill is is hiring and they're doing like $500 signing bonus. Seriously. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 what's that? It's like an NFL signing bonus. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, you know, it's a great place to work. Look, I, I I personally know the guys that own that restaurant and all the guys that run it, and they are they are great people. So if you're if you're looking for a job in St. Augustine, go by and see Moe's Southwest Grill. Didn't mean to leave you hanging there. It's all right. Yeah. All right, um, let's get Gary in. <laughs> we, Gary just thought that you guys were like, man, we really don't want to talk to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirk and Jeff just yeah, laughed. Yeah. So rude. Anyway, good morning, Gary. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, you know, Jeff, I always thought you would be a great owner of a sports bar because you're very personable. You can tell a good story. Oh, I totally disagree. No, I totally he would disagree. be he would be the worst owner ever. Why? He would be. He'd be oh. throwing people out of the bar left and right. What? <laughs> yeah, get oh, out of oh, here. You don't like my food? Get out. <laughs> See the door? Go. <laughs> Just go. What do you mean? No, Jeff, 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 you're a sweetheart. You wouldn't do that, would you? Oh. What do you mean that his, glass is dirty? Listen, <laughs> his place would be the only place where the exit would be bigger than the entrance. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't tell about that by you on the radio. You sure, you're seriously different than that. No, Gary, radio. listen, Kirk and I get this all the time, and it's so funny because we're both charter captains, right? And, and they ask, right. they, they, you know, we'll be fishing. We go, hey, does does Jeff run charters too? And Ain't no like, way. Absolutely like, not. We don't even fish with Jeff, all right? <laughs> by the guys, I am so fired up. In a few hours, my dolphins get to see my dolphins. new dolphins. Can't wait. Uh the other thing, I got one question for all all of you, if uh, if you wouldn't mind answering this. Uh, I don't know if any of your fathers were interested in hunting or fishing, but maybe a little anecdote or story that you can share with uh, either a hunting or a fishing trip. With my dad? shared with your father. Oh, my gosh. I my got, dad didn't hunt or fish. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I have neither a, did my dad. I have a million. See, my dad was a big fisherman. Yeah. I mean, that's, we lived to fish. He worked on the railroad, and his days off were Sunday and Monday. And I could not fish on Monday, so I had to go to school. But if there was a holiday on a Monday or during the summer on a Monday, we we are in that boat. God, I mean, I was constantly. I was dead sidekick, man, with the Daisy BB gun. Yeah, you know, I mean, I went everywhere with him. Uh, you know, any dove hunt. Yeah. Um, wood ducks. I can remember hunting wood ducks with him, which was which is like one of some of the coolest things I ever did. Mm-hmm. Squirrel hunting. I mean, I, gosh, Dad and I. Yeah. We we killed a, a many a squirrel. Yeah. See, know? I was my my dad didn't hunt or fish. Right. My dad liked to play golf, mm-hmm. and uh, and liked cars. When I was young, he had hot rods and dragsters and all that kind yep. of stuff. And uh, but he was always supportive of me hunting and fishing. And his brother, my uncle Leon was a big time hunter mm-hmm. loved to hunt and so my my dad always made sure that he was available to take me uh hunting or fishing but uh, my uncle was the one i got well he was a kid you'd go to his house and he had a deer mounts and guns and you're just like oh <laughs> yeah exactly this is you're cool hero, yeah. All right. i want to be like this and but he wasn't a fisherman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my buddy ed his dad was the fisherman and had a John boat. So I was golden, man. I mean, my, 
my best friend's dad was a fisherman, yeah. you know, so learned fish from him. And yeah. and then my uncle was a hunter. My dad always made time to take me to go hunting or fishing, whatever it was, you know. So, yeah, but I, my dad didn't hunt or fish. Yeah. Have you read the book? Have you read Echoes of Time? I haven't started it yet. Okay, I, yeah. I got to finish. I got to so, finish Hoot. No, you finished Hoot. First. Yeah, but but uh, you'll you'll see a lot of those the stories. Kids book. <laughs> All right. I appreciate Thanks, it, guys. Yeah, see, thank you, Gary. see you. Yeah. Let's go talk to Willie. Willie. Morning, Willie. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good morning. Hey, how are you? Sound good. Um, I'm going to be corning up, and I'm not doing what everybody else is doing, using feeders. I'm just doing the road out in front of my stand. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I see all these guys putting all this stuff for this corn and ferment it. My God, it's got awful smell. That's for hogs. Yeah, people are fermenting corn when they're trying to bait up hogs. You know, one of the things I did see somebody use that I thought was very clever is they used Jello, strawberry Jello, strawberry and cherry flavored Jello. They they can't powder. They can't stand it and mix it it into corn. (laughs) It works. And it works, brother. Yeah. It's so funny to what, see a doe walk out with all that red stuff around her lips, and you're like, "That is hilarious!" It, it, it absolutely works. It does. What about ma- what about maple syrup? No, uh, I wouldn't do it. No, no, I, I wouldn't. No, that's going to attract hogs. Yeah, it's hogs. Hogs and well, ants. That's what I'm. Yeah, ants. If you're trying to bait up hogs, about. I mean, then absolutely a burnt motor oil. They like burnt motor oil. Yep. Uh, molasses. Crazy. I mean, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Fermented corn. <laughs> You know, when we were out there putting up um, feeders, we ran across this stump that had been wallowed out around mm-hmm. it, and the stump was totally black. Yep. Yeah. So I so I touched it, and it's fat lighter. Oh, they yeah. love and fat lighter. Thing, mm-hmm. Oh, they this oh, thing oh, is, they will they will rub on so a fat lighter stump. Take a can of oil and pour it all over that thing, and oh. they'll they'll come all over <laughs> it, buddy. Absolutely, they'll be well, on top of it. They've been all over it. Yeah, yeah, they've been all over it. Hey, hey, it's, Willie, it's can, I, can I ask you a rod question real quick? You can, sure can. Can 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 you build a rod from a blank? Yes. Can you custom build me a rod? I'm, that's what I'm asking. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm I can gonna, do that. I, I have a. Pick I, out the I, guys I, you want and the real seat you want. And yeah, 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 yeah. Them. Well, the 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 reason is is and, and Kirk and I have talked about this is I need some specific rods like conventional rods, trolling rods. Built for kids, because the oh, the, the seats sure. the seat the, the the rod's too long, you know what I mean? Right. They can't. And the seat's they, too far away from them. Right, right. So they, they, you know, if you get an eight, nine, ten year old kid, which Kirk and I take a lot of those, mm. they they can't put the rod in their belly and reach the the handle. Yeah. Right. So so right. I'd love to have two rods built where it's it's shorter. So and 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 then you tell the kid you you get him all fired up you're like all right this is your rod you know you you watch yeah. this one yeah. you know I mean so yeah I want to I want to build a couple rods that that I have specifically just for kids by the way usually, by the way just real quick oh, sorry I don't want to interrupt your conversation no, about rods sorry. there but it, when you're done let me, I want to take you back to corn for a second okay go ahead no the, I, uh, I the real, have you guys the real seats go ahead finish up Willie. <laughs> the real seats are usually about 16 inches away from the butt. Okay. The end of the rod. So if if, if a kid, you want to, you know, somewhere around 10 inches. Exactly. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go back uh, to on the corn, corn thing. Have yeah. you guys seen the prices of corn? Yeah, it's gone up to $17 a bag. A bag? A bag. A bag. We're getting it 55-gallon drums for 55 bucks a uh, barrel. I'm, I'm at, uh, I hate to tell you what I'm paying. 
I'm at 40. Okay. 40 a drum? Oh. 40 a drum, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've been hearing that a, a bag is 10, 10 plus bucks. Wow. Oh, it's yeah. More it's than been that way bucks. forever. Every Almost time double. I stop in laces, I ask them how much it is, and it's like it went from seven fifty to twelve fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like twelve, like ten, at least ten dollars a bag for corn now. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. And uh, so I'm driving through Waycross, me and Gerald, on Thursday evening, headed up to Georgia, and in mm-hmm. Folkston, you know how you got the self serve ice machines? Mm-hmm. You know you. Go in, you put your card <laughs> yeah, in. And, I use and, them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're awesome. Twice the ice. Yeah. Twice, yeah. So they have twice the ice or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like ice, you know, you put your own. They yeah. can, you can. Folkestone you can, has been known to have the cheapest ice of anywhere at twice the ice. Folkestone has self serve corn. Yes. Really? Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. It takes cash or credit. Yep. And then you put. Your fifty-gallon drum or bucket or whatever under this thing, and it uh-huh. fills you up. How about that? And it charges <laughs> you. There's one in Broxton also. Is there? Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. So that is so cool. this week, and you guys know Parker, mm-hmm. and Willie, you know Parker. You've heard him on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, many times before. He he grows corn. Mm-hmm. And so corn is. Just like anything else, things can happen to a crop. One of the sure. things that can happen to corn is it's called an aflatoxin. And I may not get this completely right, but like I'll get blight, the general parameters, huh? Like a blight that causes it go moldy? It's Yeah, it's like mold. Yeah. It's, it's, and it can be caused by insects. It can be caused by drought. Mm-hmm. It can I've be seen it. A lot of different things. So you open up like an ear of corn and it literally has like mold. green, gray, black mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in the inside, and if it if it gets into your corn, I mean, it's you you, you got to get rid of it. Well, Parker grows corn, and the Wells guys, I guess they come and they harvest their corn. You know, they've got the the combine, mm-hmm. yeah. And so he gets the corn, and they find that one of his loads has got that aflatoxin in it. He can't sell it. Dang it! Right. So literally, he's got a video <laughs> of this semi, okay, that's dumping. 50,000 pounds of corn at the shooting range. Uh-huh. 50,000 pounds of shelled corn mm-hmm. being dumped, and, and you can't sell it. Yeah. So it's like wow. wasted. Damn so good food plot. Dude, can you imagine <laughs> how many hogs are going to come out there and eat that Jeez. stuff? It's going to be ugly. It's like a, you know, so we were, we were, open night at the Golden oh Corral. Oh, my God. Yeah. We, we were, I was, we were, I was asking, you know, about it and stuff. And he said that a guy that he knows had it real bad one year mm. and lost, uh, uh, he said 50,000 bushels mm. or something like that. So wow. I went and did the math. And so That's a lot. 50, a, a bushel weighs, I think 56 pounds. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the guy lost 2.8 million pounds of shell corn. That's a shame. Because of, of the out. aflatoxin. Yes. And so basically what that is, that's that's 56 semi-loads of corn that they just had to dump out. Oh, that's that's, that's horrible. Yeah. Is that, something, is that something they could sell as, like, bait corn? No. Can't, you can't, can't sell, sell it. can't sell it at all. No, you can't sell at it at all. Because the deer, the deer won't eat it? Or the, well, I'm sure the deer will eat it, but you can't toxic. sell it. Can't right. sell it. He's got to give it away. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to just dump it on the ground, and, and if the deer comes Where, to where's it, his, where's his shooting range at? <laughs> yeah, really. 
Now there's 50,000 pounds on it. Whoo, buddy. Good God. Oh, the birds and the coons and the it's literally it's like a, it's yeah. everything it's a foot all deep it, of corn for about Awesomes. i don't know 150 200 yards or a lot whatever of critters eating on that buddy it's unbelievable yeah i bet golly man but anyway i right, appreciate Willie. your input thanks a lot yes sir thank and you brother we gotta yep. we gotta Kevin, take a break get up with me when i will you want me to i absolutely will. thank you all right we are Y'all gonna get to day. the all right willie see you see willie we're gonna get to the jags Yes, it's a big <laughs> night tonight. Big night tonight. Chicken wings, baby. Chicken wings on the menu? Yes, sir. Chicken wings on the grill. I told Carrie, I was like, you know what? I, I just For tonight, I want her chicken wings. I want to watch some Jags football, a little adult beverage. Fired up. Ready That's to right. go. Beautiful. That's All right. right. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. Later. All right, we come back. We're going to get to the Travis story. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to talk to Brother Dave. We're going <laughs> to talk to Jimmy Knight. Yeah, we're going to get to it eventually. Holy. <laughs> We've teased God. it like six times. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. 904-641-1010, and we'll try to get it all in here before 10 o'clock. Those shoes. You awesome bet, song. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. We got a lot to get to. Uh, let's get the Travis story real quick just, before we just, go to the phone just, line. Just real quick because they always quote you whenever I fish with Doug and Travis. Yeah. They, they're not big slow trollers. Uh huh. You know, they're like, it's like watching they're paint. They're my kind paint. of guys. They, they, they always are like, it's just kind of like watching paint dry. I, you know, yeah. I could go slow trolling with them, and if I do it for like 10 minutes, we don't get a bite. They're like, can we uh, do something else? Come on, Cap. They, they love to pull on fish. But I tell you what, it's always be careful what you wish. When you hang one like that, you talk about grunting and groaning and whining yeah, and, and screaming. And that's you know because you're you're catching what we call chicken snapper a lot of times. You know those. Were you five, bottom fishing pounds? or trolling? Yeah, oh yeah. No, we were bottom fishing. Okay, because you know here's the crazy thing. Yep. Catching a fish like that on the trolls not unheard of. No, it's not no. not anymore. Hell, we're catching them on the surface, but we were we were catching a lot of. Those, and it, what those, we're talking about is a red snapper that weighed approximately twenty pounds. Twenty pounds, which. Yeah. People call that a big old what? Mule. mule. Big old mule yeah, snapper. Big old mule snapper. snapper. And it's a it's 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 weird. Kirk will attest to this. It's a totally different fight. You know, you catch those five to ten pounders and they, they kind of go back and forth and they're digging. Well, these big snappers, they'll they take drag. I mean, they yeah. they run. They they're trying to find some place to get into the bottom or something. And and Travis is pulling on this fish. And and we had had a couple of those Big sharks mm-hmm. eat our snapper and big take off. Yeah. yeah, and and so he's like, "This is a shark." And I said, huh? "I said I don't think so, Travis." I said, "That that fish, I said, you're you're turning that fish, you know." And anyway, I fought the fish. You know, it, you know, on, you know, Kirk. I don't use giant tackle when I bottom fish. I you know use our you know four thousands with fifty pound braid and and uh, you know six foot. I don't know, medium to heavy. Spinning rods, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and to catch a fish like that, and he got it up there, and it, it, he looked, Travis has caught hundreds of fish with me, and, and he, it, he has a specific wall in his house that, that he calls his, you know, wall of fame for his biggest fish or whatever, and um, he's, he's like, man, we, we've got to get a picture of this fish, and um, he, was, he was extremely happy i mean that heck yeah i mean you, you, you when you i mean you know when you catch snapper that'll be good too <laughs> but when you catch one like that man that's a that's a damn big one that's a nice one yep. man 
You could yeah. feed the family with that. No question. For a couple of days. Yep. Oh, buddy. I yep. could eat on that for mm-hmm. four days. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines real quick and squeeze a couple guys in who's been on the longest. Uh, Brother Dave. Brother Dave. On. Morning, Brother Dave. How you doing, bro? Hey, good morning, fellas. Morning, morning. buddy. Time to talk. How you been? Good. Good, good. I wanted to see what your opinion is on cell phone trail Tim. cameras. Good, What's a good one? Good, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a great topic. Um, I know Jeff, you're using Spy Point. No, I, uh, I actually I have a uh, what do you call it? Uh, the old school one. It's been around forever. I thought it was a Spy Point. No, no. Gosh. Um, well, let me ask you this: when you when you hook one of those up, does it have to? It doesn't have to be the same service as your phone. It just has to be in an area. Like, say, I want to take one and with some buddies up to Illinois and set them out this month because we're going to go up and bow hunt in first week of November, and I want to get pictures. Do I need to get a – because I know they come in, like, AT&T and Verizon and all that. Okay. Do I need to, do I need to look at the area where I'm putting it out to yes. make sure service? Yes. Okay. I mean, and, it, and here's the deal. The, the one I have is a Spartan. Spartan. Okay. Sorry. Yep. But the Spartan's trigger speed sucks, mm-hmm. at least on the older ones. Maybe the newer ones are improved. What about the spy point? My, the one that I told the guy about? Yeah. That's the one that, that I am going to buy this year, which is the spy point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They've got great reviews. The trigger speed is awesome. They're affordable. And Dave, when it comes to, okay, do I pick Verizon or I pick AT&T? Obviously, the first question comes to mind is, okay, what's the service up there? Uh, if AT&T is better or, or uh, whatever, Verizon's better, then you pick that one. But I will tell you that if you can, if you have a choice, whatever your your cell phone plan is on, you can get it cheaper. Add it to your plans, so like you add a cell phone camera to your current cell phone plan for like five bucks a month. Right. Mm. Oh, Whereas right. if you if you go and open up a new account, let's say you got Verizon, you go to AT and T, it typically costs you more. Right. So if right. you use an existing provider, it's cheaper that way. Okay. But the spy yeah, point I think- that I recommended to a guy. Uh, earlier this week on our Facebook page because my dad was asking me about it a while ago because he wanted to get some for security. So I ended up doing the research. And of course, one of the great places to go is trailcampro.com. The place is awesome. And buying it through them is great. Just like Mm -hmm. Academy, you can return it to them and then they send you a new one. Mm -hmm. And then they give you a great, with that great warranty. Yeah, everybody's selling them. Cabela's. But Spy Point has... Yeah. Okay, so great, great so, deal. Uh, you all know my buddy Craig, mm-hmm. right? Well, he hunts, uh, brother Dave. He hunts up in New York with his brother on public mm-hmm. land, like three thousand acres that they have. Well, they've he's got a spy point camera there that, that he's a spy had, point, yeah, yeah, all summer, and he's been sending me pictures, and they are they are awesome pictures. Yeah, spy points top notch, yep. man, and, and price is affordable. I've heard nothing but good things about them. I haven't experienced it firsthand, but yeah, everything really I've expensive. heard. I mean, you get them awesome. as cheap as eighty nine dollars at Bass Pro, up to one hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, and, and I'll try to find out exactly the model that my dad got, uh, brother Dave. But it uh, it's supposed to be this one's amazing. on 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 the camera itself. It says uh, Spy Point Link Micro. Yeah. LTE, okay, okay, yep. and and, right. and Bass Pro's got um got them on sale this week. And yeah, I've never used one, but generally, don't they have like different plans for them as far as the data they transfer? Like you get so many free pictures a month or something. I don't know. I couldn't tell. You. Okay, here here's the here's the one that I recommend, Dave. This is the one that uh, my dad got, and this is the one that I'm going to buy. It's a Ridge Tech 
look out 4G LTE. Okay. And when I say Ridge Tech, it's R I D G E T E C, not T E C H. Ridge Tech Lookout. It uh, right. the price on it's three ninety nine, and you can get it in Verizon. You can get it in AT and T, uh, and that's the one my dad got. And that's the one that's got like literally. I think their reviews on TrailCampro dot com. I think out of a hundred, they give it an eighty seven, mm-hmm. which is a tremendous mm-hmm. uh, rating by them. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because I, I was talking to a buddy of mine at work that just put one out at his place up in Georgia, and I guess he got like 100 free pictures or whatever. So, Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm puts, sure there's different ding, plans of different cameras. Yep. Dingling puts it out on a feeder, and it goes through his 100 pictures in the first night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to put those on a, on a feeder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. Well, I just want to get your input on that. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Thank you, brother Thanks, Dave. Brother Dave. Good talking to you. Talk All to right, you later. We, get, we, uh, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do a Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week, do an updated weather, do updated tides. Got Bill, got Jimmy. We're going to try to squeeze it yep. all in as fast as we can right here on the Nimic <laughs> Chevrolet Outdoor Show. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Anytime, we got to get right to the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week because Captain Kirk came up with another doozy. Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finish on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. And it's uh, Captain Kirk's Baked Brie Appetizer. Love Brie. It's easy. It's Pillsbury, easy. Pillsbury uh, Rolls. Uh-huh. The rolls in the, in, the, in the cooler box at the local Publix or Winn-Dixie or wherever you go shop. You get a, a wheel of the Sago Blue Brie or just plain Brie cheese. And all you need is a, a jar of your favorite preserves. And all you're doing is wrapping the, the brie with the the crescent rolls, cover the whole thing up, and I usually take a tablespoon or two of the preserves and put it on top of the brie. You hit it with a little bit of uh, egg wash, which is just a beaten egg, and stick it in the oven. Don't burn it. There's a recipe. <laughs> Don't burn it. Don't Facebook. burn it. It's on <laughs> Facebook. Read it. Everybody can read out <laughs> there, I assume. And, and if you can't. Call it, contact your uh, local, your local government, government officials. <laughs> I got, you know, I got a question real quick before we good education move on read. here from the Kirby Coke Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Does uh-huh. Captain Kirk need to have his man cart revoked for putting up a rep- recipe for baked brie? No, no. I'll tell you what, man, brie is awesome. The first time I had it, so mm, good. I was like, "What is that?" You put it with like a, like pear slices or apple. Oh, mm. I'm with Chris. Money. And if you're at a, if you're, at a, if you're at a Jaguar game or you're watching a, a University of South Florida, dude, you show up Bulls to somebody's house for a football game with, with big brie. Come on, yeah, I agree. No, no, look at it's you. More like, yeah. It's more like if you guys are getting together for a polo match, then you have the brie. Okay, no, I'm telling well, you. Hey guys, I brought some quiche <laughs> and some baked brie. <laughs> you bring quiche in here all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just guy. giving you grief, Kirk. You know that. Almighty. I, I, I'm not a brie guy though. Oh, I love so brie. Not a brie guy. Well, you know, I ever tried nobody's brie? perfect. Got to try blue brie. What's the difference? It's brie. It's, brie. It, no, it's not. You got to try no, blue brie. No, it's not. Not. You gave it the eye. Blue brie. You got to try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally what, what makes it blue? <laughs> I know you like blue cheese. You got the Limburger yeah, eye did, right there. He did. Mixture. And, and he's pointing okay. his finger. Yeah, he's mixture. <laughs> got to try it. Man. <laughs> try it. You know it's not. what you're talking about. Mister. Yeah. Listen to me. Get off my lawn. Drop get off my and, lawn. Drop down and get me 20, you little turd. <laughs> <laughs>
Turd sighting on the show. Tides Report brought to you by Angie Sub. Best sub shop in Jacksonville. Show up with Angie Subs. That's a good one. For the ball game. Yeah, Yeah. popular dude with Uh that. High tide today at uh, basically 2 o'clock. Daytime. Mayport's Bar Pilot Dock. Make it quick. And low tide, 8.02 p.m. tonight. Weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville. That's the Bearded Pig. Two locations, both of them brand new, essentially. we got the one at the beach and the one on Kings Avenue. Come on, spit it out. Let's get it over with. Standing. <laughs> Today, east winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. And then tomorrow, southeast 10 to 15, 3 to 4. After that, stay tuned. We'll see what this yeah. uh, tropical storm, depression, whatever it is, ditto, ditto, does. ditto. Exactly. And it is too. It's it's seriously. It's it's southeast, ten to fifteen, three to four, all the way through. Well, the guys are telling Tuesday. me, texting me right now, saying it's blowing northeast, fifteen knots. <laughs> northeast, man. That's that's good football weather out there. And yeah. they're saying that there's yeah. weather coming, and they can see it. <laughs> all right. Hey, Bill's got a question okay. about trolling motors or a comment. Let's go to him. Good morning, Bill. Hey, good morning. Uh, I know you guys are up against the clock, and I'm kind of scared. I need to be sensitive after that Bree business, but we'll move on. <laughs> wow. That's perfect, brother. That's, That's perfect. Good. That's classic. So I'm a, a Minn Kota fan, and, and never when anybody speaks about it do I hear the mention of iPilot Link. I have the capacity to have 72-mile tracks inside my trolling motor, and I never have to steer. Nice. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, and also um, the onboard charger system. I have a uh, uh, Stealth Charger. Now, Minn Kota makes these things now. A Stealth Charger was the original one that functions. So my motor, my boat motor, charges my trolling motor. I love once that. They get this. I, I, I and, talked to Waylon Bay about that when I bought my boat. and Fantastic. I, I, I just happened to have a chance to go in there and, 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 and do it. But, yes, I absolutely want to do that. But these people, as you know, you're talking about needing bigger batteries. Since I bought it, you know, you go out there in the jetties and you're fighting that current. I have a 24 volt system. I have a 17 foot boat that's pretty light. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an aqua force. Um, makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah. So those two things that, that especially the capacity to have the boat steer itself for two miles. Oh, it's awesome! Wow. I have you know a bunch of tracks in there, and I add them a new hey, one Bill, once in a while. Bill, can you start a class to teach us how to do tracks can, and can, all that kind of stuff? Can you please do that? Yeah, cause and I, start it next week. All right, yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell you how to do it right now. <laughs> we ain't got turn time right motor, now, Bill. <laughs> turn the motor week. on. Turn, <laughs> turn the motor on. Leave it up. Do the track with your big motor. Hit record, record and you're done. You can oh, record. That's awesome. Never turn it on. Don't put it down. Just turn it on. Hit record. Use the big motor. Record. You're no done. way. That's it. Oh, dude, I fit, tried so many times. And then if you do it and you fish too, you catch a fish, you forget what you're doing. I understand why you need help. You're it's, awesome, right. Bill. Thank you, Bill. We, we, we got to roll. Call us back and then give us more tutorials, yeah, please. Call back next weekend. <laughs> I'll do it. Bye bye. I now. just Hi, learned brother. something. I didn't know you could do that. No, I, I had either. no idea. I'll be John Brown. Yeah. Good Lord. I, 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 the one thing I know is the north button. You know, I'm going uh, to, yeah. Yeah. And then the anchor button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the man overboard button. Yeah. Or the dithering five feet each way. Yep, we got yeah. that one. Back. Yeah, yeah, you taught me that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that, that's that's pretty cool stuff, too. Anyway. Read the directions. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, I'm glad we got to tell Grandpa Jimmy's story again. Again. That was, that was great reminiscing. Uh. 
And if you missed it, folks, just go listen to the podcast, correct, Chris? Yep. That's right. It'll be up in a flash. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some fine sponsors and advertisers yes, here. We do. Without them, there wouldn't be this show. Uh, welcome to Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine, St. Hatchie River Club. Fingers crossed that they don't get any more water. No Check out doubt. our Facebook page if you didn't get a chance to see the flooding that they had there. Angie Sub, Strike Zone Fishing, Tire Outlet, new location at uh, Durban, 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 Durban Park. Park. Yep. Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Whalem Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, where they got the new load of old towns in, Shark Coatings, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Fig Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, TS Home Renovations, Stack M Storage, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store with Bearded Pig, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealership, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and Chevrolet on Cassett. Folks, thanks for listening, and uh, also, more important, thanks for supporting our sponsors, because without them, we wouldn't be here every Saturday morning. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya! See ya! See ya! Because I'm hooked, I'm hooking up, and there is-